Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. Hi, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm playing Dorothy Tyson in the movie The Last Rampage. The Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison. And uh, it's a very dark story. And Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife. And I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got, at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today.
For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on Facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. Oh, we go going to the hookie la Hookie, 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 hookie la Oh, we're going to the Hartman town. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Meltdown. In Hollywood, California. Hartman town is in session. Won't you welcome to the stage the mayor of Hartman town, Mr. Dan Harmon. Yeah. All right. Happy St. Patrick's Day uh, aftermath, right? Uh, you're a little hungover, Jeff. Right? I, yeah, I, 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 I got pretty drunk last night. Yeah, I, I, I spent the entire day on the couch uh, eating, uh, overeating, and watching David Attenborough animal documentaries. Uh, Aaron and I coincidentally have been watching a lot of the John Hurt. Uh, what's it? Human Planet. It's the one that John Hurt uh, narrates, I think. In the beginning of the, of the title sequence, he goes. There's only one animal that, that that makes total use of the whole planet and does whatever it wants, or something like that. That's not really... It's, it's better written than that. But I always, at the end of it, I compulsively have to go, Me, John Hurt. Uh, just thought I'd share that with you. It's kind of a, it's interesting. I thought I knew mostly everything about... Like why why I should be proud of people and and being one of them, like because usually you're being told by the television to be ashamed of being human, you know, and and there's a lot of reasons to be ashamed if you want to dwell on that. For instance, we rape people, um, we murder each other, uh, we are destroying the whole thing, whatever. Um, uh, we're doing all kinds of terrible things to ourselves and each other. Uh, so I like to, and I always find it ironic and, and, and heroic to try to focus on, like, yeah, but kind of a cool, like, awkward, like, monkey species that, that sort of, like, you know, rose to prominence. And the, there's an underdog story there. But I thought I... A long time ago. I thought I kind of... Well, not, no, not really. Not at all. Not in the, not in the time scale that matters. Not, not if you're telling that story. If you're telling a story about species, we, <laughs> like, like, we are in the... Uh, uh, opening of the third act of the Bad News Bears. We're not even. It's not like like like, like if you but know. But the Bad News Bears lose that game. The uh, I I never saw it. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, the um th- that we saw, we're watching this John Hurt like thing, Human Planet. This like these guys. Uh, I'm assuming it's in Africa. I think that's where lions are. Um, they, uh, they, they just like they they get food by waiting for lions to attack like an animal, like a gazelle or something, and then they just they they have this technique. Like John Hurt tees it up and goes, "They've got an interesting technique, but first they have to wait." For the lion to make its kill. And I'm like, okay, what is there going to be some weird thing, like a fishing pole and then like a $20 bill it's, it's on the end Vincent, of a line? It's not Vincent Price narrating that? Yeah. No, it's uh, not. It's John Hurt. Um, uh, and, and, and I don't do an impression of either of them, so I can understand your confusion. <laughs> oh, uh, these are the guys that just sneak up and just scare the lions off. No, they don't. Well, okay. I want to stress that they don't sneak up. The whole thing is they, t- <laughs> they just roll up. 
Like, like yeah, they just, they just, they just, they just, they kind of like walk up, like, like they're going to get a paper, and then, and then part of part of the gimmick of this show is like all these people that you're visiting around all the corners of the earth, they all have their own language. You don't know what the hell they're saying, and that these subtitles, these kind of like they're modern subtitles because they kind of float, they're keyframed a little bit, they they float a little bit, uh, they float a few pixels to the right as the people are saying them. But the weird thing is, none of the people like if you if these subtitles are actual translations, that they're the, America is the only place that has any linguistic nuance at all. Everyone, <laughs> everyone, everywhere else. If there's a guy climbing a tree to get to honey, he he only ever says like, "I found I found bees up here with honey. It's there's lots of honey in here." And that's what he would say to his friends after 20 years of doing this. He doesn't have any fucking like lingo. You yeah, know? we did it again, hot shot. Yeah, like, like, like come on, baby. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. Like we should be asking ourselves when we see the subtitles, what the fuck's going on? Even though it's translated in English, still, I, oh, I get it. He's been doing this for a while. But everyone just keeps going. There's the there's the lions. Now now we make our move. And these guys, two guys, and they just stand up out of the bushes. And there's twenty lions, and they're and they're like they have they have blood on their faces because they're just they're just mushing their faces into you know dead gazelle and just eating them. Some of them have manes, and the other ones don't. And like they just. Uh, I think there's some significance there among them, but the, p- the point is, like, it's picture totally any random. kind of lion. Picture yeah. anything. These aren't scrawny lions. There's like, there's like, these are like zoo lions. These are big, fat, fucking scary, giant lions, and uh, uh, like, like, like the kind you would get a wax sculpture of uh, out of a machine. Um, and uh, and there's 15 of them. 15 of them. What, what, what machine dispenses wax lions? <laughs> That's not a universal thing? No. Oh, okay. Well, the Milwaukee County Zoo had these machines. I, didn't, I, th- oh, okay. I, I, assumed, I assumed that was a regular thing. I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, go to the Milwaukee County Zoo. It's actually... The uh, machine makes a wax lion? Uh, they, have a, they have a machine. They, they used to, anyway, at the Milwaukee County Zoo. There was a machine almost every, every exhibit, almost. Like, every, every kind of category. Like uh, there was a penguin and there was a lion, there was a giraffe. Like, like if if you went there, you know they kind of draw you in. And put a quarter in or a dollar. I'm sure it inflated. But uh, um, when I was a kid, it was a machine that would. Really, none of the, none of what I'm about to tell you is going to make a lot of sense to modern ears. But uh, this was before the internet, and uh, also before I ha- hit puberty. So I guess it made sense to me. There was a big machine, and you put coins in it. And it, it was kind of transparent what it was doing. It had a lot of tubes and metal things in it. And it would, uh, you would put enough coins in it and it would go... And these metal things would come together. And then like colored wax would... Uh, plastic would go through these tubes into this thing. And it would, and it would drop it a hot, dangerous, melted plastic lion into a tray that, that the machine very specifically told you, a la McDonald's giving you an apple pie. Like, y- y- your fault if you... Uh, somebody in the front row is holding... Uh, uh, gave me a, a picture of, of one yeah, that he got. He Googled. So they would, uh, try to enjoy the show. Stop Googling. <laughs> I mean, so it's an injection molding machine that makes you a lion or... It's a, yeah, it's an inje- yeah, a hot wax, a hot plastic injection, as okay. uh, Judd Jud, Jud, Jud Nelson would say. Do you, do you want to get a hot plastic injection yeah. later on? Did he give you the hot plastic injection? <laughs> Leave me alone! Um, 
See this? That, that, that this is what you get when you spill paint in the garage. Your dad molds a plastic giraffe on you. It, it, it very specifically tells you what, what, how you're allowed to hold it because there's holes in the bottom of it and that's where the plastic goes. Like, that's the umbilical point for the, for the mother plastic machine. And if you hold it the wrong way, ostensibly melted, melting molten plastic would drip on your child hands. Right. Um, uh, rendering them uh, forever claw-like. Uh, uh, you, 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 you would become like this weird, like, self-loathing phantom of the zoo. Uh, feeding goats out of your weird... Useless flipper. Come here, come here. I'm, I'm here because I have to be. I once came because I loved it. Now I have nowhere else to go. No woman will touch me in the parking lot. I, I've turned into Peter Laurie. I took on a weird accent that can't be traced. It can't be traced. Rick. Stimpy. <laughs> Stimpy. Stimpy, where am I from, Stimpy? Um, anyways, not to go, tonight's going to be a tangent-free night. I don't want to yeah, uh, get off on any. Tonight's show is called Focus. So when I tell you there were 20 lions <laughs> burrowing their faces into this killout, because I used that handy reference to that plastic molding machine, right. you guys know exactly what I mean by 20 lions. <laughs> I had completely forgotten what you were talking about. But imagine this, too. Here's the thing about lions in the wild. Um, uh, uh, you know, they're kind of they're getting, no pun intended, I guess pun intended, but, but, but also not... Uh, 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 no pun celebrated. They're, get, they're getting catty with each other, you know? Like they're, 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 like, they're, eat, they're eating the gazelle. I said not celebrated, lady. <laughs> Were they getting I, 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 couldn't have, I couldn't have put a bigger disclaimer on it. I, I connected the dots. I proceeded as usual. I did everything I needed to do. I got in the airlock. I took a deep breath. I told everyone what was happening. I said, Caddy, and some lady, it's a pun. I know. It's an accident. Fuck it. You know, like, I'm not going to censor myself. So these, these lions, like, they're eating, and they're, they're in a mode, you know? Like, they're, they're at a point in their, in their day and their lives where even another lion is pissing them off. They're like, hmm, this is good, uh, you know, femur muscle. And, uh, and someone's like, is the muscle good? You want to try some of the spleen? And, 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 and it's like, I know you're just saying that because you're going to want the femur muscle. You know, like, like I'm not, I don't know. I don't want the spleen. If I wanted the spleen, I wouldn't have started eating the femur muscle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Isn't that, is that, is that only my pet peeve? Like when you go to eat with your girlfriend and like, she's like, she's like yeah, how, how is the duck? And you're, and you're like, the duck's fine, and I just in my head I just see the chess game, like of like, yeah, you want to try the, the 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 duck, but and then you don't you don't you don't bite on it because you come from a, a family of four people that guarded their food. <laughs> so then they go, mm, God, this chicken. Oh, you want you want to try some of the chicken? No, I don't want to try the chicken. I know it's a fucking setup. <laughs> you want you want to you want you want to get into a food exchange. <laughs> Where the net result is you get my duck. But I ordered right. I win dinner. So when you... Take when, your losses. Eat so, your chicken. When you watch a documentary about lions uh, over a carcass, you connect the dots to you having dinner with your girlfriend? No, I just connected those dots now. I'm just... What, I, what I'm telling you is that, well, in order to explain to you what the state of affairs of these, these lions yeah, th grazing over this, this, this gazelle, like... They're, they're, they're not being polite. They're not lulled into a state of graciousness. 
Right. These are lions at the height of their lionness. Um, they're they're like so mad that another lion could. But they're like going, you know, I'm eating, I'm eating. So into that fray mar- marches these two fucking idiots with like blankets for shirts. They got nothing. They don't have like special lion guns or like rocks that they they think, know think, make a lion choke. I think they, or, have, they have like sticks, and what they have is eye contact, and they just start walking up. Just right. a gate, just a gait gate. Like they 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 they, they just. They just stand up from the bush and they just go like they don't, they don't make a set they don't go like hey lion 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 they, they, they don't they don't go whoop, 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 whoop. That, nothing like that they just they just silently walk up like well like, they, they used to carry a G A T E gate and just make it seem like they were they were separated yeah, yeah, they by just a... slowly pretend like they live there oh another piece of junk mail oh. <laughs> hey what are you guys doing in my front yard. <laughs> They slowly change their address by one digit. Uh, No, they walk, and the fucking 15 lions, they bone out. They all go like... "Ah, ah." These these guys mean business. And these guys like quickly carve off, and then John Hurt goes like, they have to work quickly because, uh, you know, the lions will catch on to their bluff. They bluff. bluff. The lions will catch on to their bluff. Hey, wait a minute. Those are... Those are upright walking yeah. primates. You you know that's more food that just stole our food. You know you know that you're hungry when you're chasing lions off a kill. Like that, you have to be starving. And they're like, and then they, and then they, they they sling it over their shoulder like they're like they're walking out of a, a, a deli like a bad deli because a good deli would give you a bag. But this is Africa. <laughs> Like, a, like, 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 like they just went Christmas tree shopping. They just, like, you know, like, like, yeah, I think they don't run off. They just cruise out like. No, they're like, 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 just walk away. Just walk away. <laughs> and then they go, and, and, and then they're like around a campfire, and, and then the subtitles say like, "We got lucky with those lions today." <laughs> They, they, they didn't yeah. know they could have eaten us. Yeah. Uh, and that that just, could have gone totally bad. They'll do it again next Wednesday. But the li- what, like, 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 I, I'm just I'm very impressed with with with, with human beings. Then there's a, there's another one where uh, there's like these these uh, uh, God damn it what is it it's uh, uh, hey Aaron what is it with the, with the, the was it pigeons or something in the uh, in the trees what's the thing in, in birds that... the, there's those birds that uh, they, I don't want to spoil the ending you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, okay. There's like these locust-like birds. They're basically like the a- a- avian equivalent of locusts, and they like eat everything. So and it's just sort of, again, it's just these guys that just hang out, they're like, and they're, they're like, but the, now these are birds that'll eat their crops. So they're like, but the humans have developed a different solution uh, to, to the bird problem. At the end of the night, the birds must must go home to their nests, oh, yeah. where the humans have prepared a rather uh, clever <laughs> uh, trick. <laughs> they just show them like like unspooling what looks like cable. I'm yeah. like, wait, this isn't. They're not, they're not smearing dung on their heads and like like this isn't a symbiotic relationship. Those look like canisters of gasoline. And then like, they just show like a teaming, like these rigging these trees. And then it's like a joke. It's like a British sitcom or something. Like the the, the birds all fly into their nest and then it cuts to a wide shot. And they go, Boom. <laughs> and the entire forest explodes. And then they move on to the next subject. <laughs> on, the, on the shores of Scotland, humans love to ride segways. Um, it doesn't. There's no. He doesn't. He doesn't comment on it. It's nothing. Like hu- human beings. Ah, ah, that plucky species. They'll just blow. <laughs> these birds are getting out of hand. It just blew up the forest. Uh, they'll have to do it again next Wednesday. Uh, very interesting species. And I don't. Th- I think it's important to embrace it and say, you know what? You're all right, humanity. You're you're all right. Um, if you could be another animal, like in terms of like, 
I would kill myself. Keep on, okay, I would be a suicidal porpoise. I would purposely go out of my way to find the places where people dispose of the, uh, those six-pack rings um, and not cut them uh, responsibly so I could hang myself. Because you have a choice. Are, are you a predator, a scavenger, a victim, a herbivore, a carnivore? I, 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 would, I mean, can I be an autotroph? Can I be a photosynthetic uh, kind of just like mushroom? No, a, a, animal. I have can, to be a mammal? Animal. Well, no, it could, or it could be insect, bird. Okay, uh, yeah. all right, all right, okay. Uh, I think I would... Boy, oh boy. I mean, there's, there's hundreds of species in the world. You know who seems like they got it right? <laughs> the, uh, 20 of them undiscovered. <laughs> Manatees, manatees, they, they cruise around, they graze on grass, and yeah, nobody yeah, eats yeah. them because they're too big and fat, and no one fucks with a manatee. They just fucking cruise around. Yeah, well, there is stuff like that, like at the top of the food chain. That's nice. Like, but they're uh, herbivores. They're vegetarians, and nobody eats them because they're, yeah. they're giant fat people. Yeah. <laughs> and they, what, 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 why are you raising your hand, Jesus Diaz? <laughs> you got one? I just quick comment on manatees. They get hit by propellers. Well, yeah, they, they get hit by propellers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well. They get, like, wings chopped off. That's true. I mean, every, I think I think the assumption is that you wouldn't have a manatee brain, right? You would you would be like you would be like Albert Brooks as a manatee, going like, "Oh boy, yeah, this is I'm neurotic about this." Like, and I, I would assume no, that no, you would I, see I a propeller and go, I, "I don't want none of that." I wouldn't choose to be a neurotic manatee. I would choose. I'm just saying. I'd, like, be, a, I'd be Alec Baldwin as a manatee. You'd have a voiceover. <laughs> you'd have a celebrity voiceover. Yeah, you'd yeah, be exactly. an intelligent manatee that had a, like a kind of a dialogue with the audience. You'd be like. You'd, I'd, I'd be a Bruce Willis manatee. I'd be like, uh, yeah. you know, all things considered, I'd rather be at uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> and those estuaries. Yeah. Oh, boy, look, a propeller for me? Uh, fool me twice. Uh. Come to Miami, hang out in the channel. <laughs> I would be, I would, I would be, or you could be a Liam Neeson manatee. Uh, I wonder what that. Might... <laughs> I'm sorry, no. I, I, I didn't, I didn't mean to set myself up with one of my well-known impressions. All right, wait. Okay, let me get out my uh, phone. Let's start. Let's start bringing uh, uh, people up. Um, um, I oh, uh, I want to. You know what? Uh, quick. Uh, um, listen to Duncan Trussell's podcast. It uh, like like I, I, I like I like to think that. Uh, most of our audience is kind of overlapping because I think if you if you like the meal you get here, it's it's pretty tasty over there as well, and vice versa. But um, uh, but I mean, right? If you, if you haven't jumped aboard, like right now, like, I feel like I, I, this is hyperbolic. I, I, I don't. I'm like a big podcast guy, but I feel like he must be making podcast history. Uh, 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 There's something that he, his mom is dying. Uh, he just recovered from testicular cancer, which is completely unrelated to him. His mom, his mom is succumbing to breast cancer, I believe. Is and and, and but it, and it's like, I, it's just incredible. Like I, I, I had to pull my car over to the side of the road when he was just talking about it. He's in, I think he's in North Carolina, uh, 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 you know, getting her affairs in order and talking to her and stuff. And then that was, it was already enough just him talking about it. It was just mind-blowing the way that this guy is able to cope with uh, the, thing, the fundamental things that cause us suffering um, and the, the, the big giant cosmic elephants in the cosmic room. Like he's, it's not like he's, a, he's not Caesar Milaning them, but he, he, he is able to like, he, you're not supposed to. He knows that you're not supposed to. And he's just like, I don't know, the elan with which he talks about this stuff. And, and, then, and then on top of all that, just the most recently, now the most recent episode is, 
it's his mom. He's interviewing his mom, literally on her deathbed. There is no skirting around it. They're not, nor are they joking about it hilariously. It's not depressing. It's not, it's not fake uplifting. It's just honest and sincere and incredible. And, and there must be some kind of, uh, uh, because this is how I process things, there must be some kind of potty award Oh, you mean like podcast, a, not potty yeah. like you take a poop when you're a yeah. baby. I want to reduce everything. To, give him an award. That was great. That was a joke, but I guess you guys well, you believe po- that I'm that petty. You uh, said potty, which makes it sound like poopy. Oh, no, no, I don't think, no, they still, they still, no, they understand what I'm saying. They right, refuse yeah. to laugh at my joke because of, they're like, Dan, a woman's dying. And I'm like, yeah, but I have a joke that I'm doing. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, we get it. it doesn't, you're not entitled to a laugh from us. And I'm like, we visited a friend of ours that was in a hospital for maybe trumped up reasons and nothing was wrong with him. But you, you were very ill at ease in there. We were in their ER with, oh, with yeah. our friend. Well, I, don't, I don't like hospitals for sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean nobody does. But you, were, uh, you looked really like, like, like uh, really freaked out. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I don't make eye, a lot of eye contact in general. Uh, I, I, an emergency room is a three-foot, like, closet so if you're not making eye contact in an emergency room it's like you don't really have it's kind of like like you can either stare at your friend in an emergency room bed or you can do what you did which is you showed up for five minutes and then you went i'm bored and you left which is fine uh i also said do you validate which is hilarious right no we all did lots of bits and we had a great time like no no no, nobody I, thinks gonna, they I, might I, be dying like Dino. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that forever now. Every time I go over to somebody, I'm going to say, i, I got to leave. Uh, do you validate? This is hilarious. We all took pictures and did bits about the environment and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I, like, like, sure, I'm, I'll, I'll own the fact that I don't, I don't like my friends in hospitals and I don't like strangers in hospitals. Yeah, I, 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 I don't get, like ca- hospitals. I, I get, there's people that get light, lightheaded and there's people that get uh, sick to their stomach. I'm more of the stomach kind. I get, I get a little queasy in, uh, when I see people hurt. I, I he wasn't. He was fine, but... Like I've I've gone and visited friends that were like you know had been in car accidents and stuff and I get really like like I want to puke. All right. <laughs> no, I, I I I maybe I win maybe I win some sort of pukey award. He 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 had he had uh, you know what let me do what they didn't do. Ha 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 ha. You know, there's basic human rights people have as performers. You know, they're in, uh, if you if you if they go like this, for instance, or they bounce on their toes like Johnny Carson at the end of something, you can give them a chuckle, even if you don't think it's funny. I didn't know whether to whether to marry it or drive it. And then you kind of do that. Thank you. Was that so hard? Jesus Christ! It's not. You know, I'm not running for office. Uh, just just doing a show. Uh, <laughs> hey, Spencer. Yo, what's up, man? Catch. Whoa, good good throw. Yeah, man, I've just been so excited about sports and football and fantasy football. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, here, catch. Oh, oh, oh it hit catch. me, but I caught it. Yeah, well, you're supposed to. That's good. Like, you know what I love more than regular football? It's the fantasy of it. Right, well, listen up. Here, catch. Whoa, good throw. If you love fantasy football, then you need to try my new favorite app, Draft. It's weekly fantasy football. Here, I'm going long, Whoa. but not like the other guys. I'm throwing it longer. Uh, I dropped it. Uh, is that it? Can you do live snake drafts like like in your season long uh, fantasy football play with your friends on that app? Yeah, with other people, just like in your season long league. Here's how it works. It's a draft. I think the ball went down the drain. Let me. I'm just gonna. It's a draft that lasts for one week, and there's no management. Just set it and forget it. I'm doing that cabbage patch dance, even though we lost the ball. I'm pretending that's a touchdown. Drafts start every couple minutes, so you can join one right now. And the best part, you can play for cold, hard cash, Spencer. 
Whoa. Do they start at just $1? Yeah. There's no salary caps. You you can play in a real-life snake draft just like you play with your friends in season-long league. I think we mentioned that. <laughs> but here's, but here's, here is the kicker, Spencer. And by kicker, I mean the portion that's highlighted that it's required we read. Mm. Come and join me on Draft Today. Download the app anytime. Just search Draft in your app store and join a game in minutes or play right from your computer on PlayDraft.com, whatever you want. Take the next one. All right. I dropped uh, the wait. Oh, you dropped the ball? I can't find the ball, but it's fine because, you know, we could just play football on this app. Right. For a limited time only. <laughs> For a limited time only, all new players get a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit, but you have to use my promo code Harmontown. That's right. Play a real money game for free just using my promo code Harmontown on your first deposit on draft. I think there's a clown down in this sewer holding the football and beckoning to us, promising that we will all float. <laughs> will we? Yeah, especially if we search for Draft at the App Store or go to PlayDraft.com and play free with the promo code Harmontown. Draft. You'll float, too. <laughs> it's, all, it's all a joke. I don't know what I'm saying ever. Um, but I do know what I'm watching and sometimes what I'm watching are horror movies. And last, last week, we, we, he wasn't here, but he's here this week. And it's more, he actually, it turns out he's... he's He's currently in the process of retiring his horror movie a day uh, blog, and we've got, now it's more actually more timely to bring him up. So God smiled upon us, uh, booking wise. Um, so can we bring to the stage Brian W. Collins? Is he here? Yeah. Is he here? Maybe he's not here again. Oh, he's here. Okay, here he is. Brian's uh, here. You can grab one of those. Oh, yeah. and- Hello, Brian. Hello. Hello, Rue. Uh, yeah, we, we can sit down like this. And, um, so you're, you're a longtime Armenian. I mean, you, as far as I know, you've been here since, since long before we even started podcasting. I, but I don't know. Or care. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, you, we've talked to you often and, 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 and know you as a, as a friend and that you have this blog, which I have never visited, but that I find endlessly fascinating, because, <laughs> which is a surefire symptom of narcissism. Like, where you're like, oh, my friend does this really interesting thing. And I'm just like, still, though, I'm going to read this Tumblr entry about myself one more time. <laughs> and, it's, and it's no wonder my brain is decaying. Like, 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 uh, it's like uh, I'm eating, eating the lead paint of my own ego. And like, 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 of course I'm going to die of something. Um, uh, Brian, uh, tell, us, t- t- tell us about your blog in a nutshell. And, and know that I'm a bad interviewer. All right. So, uh, yeah, um, just a little over six years ago, I started watching horror movies every day. And a couple weeks into it, I just decided to start writing reviews as well. I'm, that does I, it. That just, does it. Thank you. Good enough. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I started being like an editor. I never really wrote much. Um, so I just kind of figuring out how to write reviews every day. So you watch a horror movie every day? Every day. For six years? Yeah. So what's six times 365? Anybody good at math? No. No. 1,800? Is that right? Well, I mean, uh, there are days where I watch more, you know, I go to festivals and there's like four or something, so 2,500 is the mark that I'm stopping at, which is uh, Mar- March 31st. So, so first question is, how does that start? Like, 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 like at one point you noticed, you realized you were on a streak of watching one a day. Oh, yeah, no. I, uh, basically what happened was that I had rented, you know, the discs from Netflix that all happened to be horror. And right. uh, they were sitting on my, like, my couch for four months. And I was, like, looking. I'm like, wait, I could have just bought these three movies. 
by now. This is a lot. This is 2007. They didn't have Wait, Netflix. Wait, what do you mean? You bought them as opposed to what? what? As opposed to paying for Netflix for three months for nothing, because this is before instant, so it's just the discs. Oh, oh, okay. So it's like, all right, four times whatever, three, you know, Netflix thing. I'm like, I could have just bought these. Uh, I'm like, you know, and then I just start thinking about my day. I'm like, all right, you sleep for eight hours, you, eight, you work for eight hours. It's eight hours of the day. I'm doing something. Why can't I just watch a horror movie? Right. Um, so, and, so and, it, and, it, and it, now, were you single at the time? When it, when it... <laughs> no, actually, the only time I ever missed a day was like a week after I started. Uh, my wife and I took like a, uh, it was our five-year anniversary of dating. And we went down to, uh, to Long Beach for like a four-day weekend. And I missed one day then. No. <laughs> the other three days, I still watched horror movies. But uh, <laughs> so you've what? not missed. Uh, you've only missed one day in yeah. six years. Yeah. Wow. And uh, is it that's why I didn't come last week because I was actually I didn't watch the movie yet. So oh I was really? Like, yeah. So I, I got out of work and I was like, is it an ordeal for you? Do you still enjoy it? Yeah. No. It's it's part of the day now. So I mean, I don't. It, it's not hard to like. I mean, every now and then things get busy, but uh, so we can assume part, you've seen Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's talk about that in a second. I want to, uh, lep in the hood, uh, uh, up to no good, uh, uh, to do no good. Uh, the the um, uh, so what 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 do you think it is about the genre? Is it is it like cheesecake? Is it like 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 is it a comfort food? Like the genre of horror as opposed to sci-fi fantasy, as opposed to uh, Tom Cruise thriller? Uh, is it is it is it, what 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 is is there a factor? You must have thought about this sometime in six years. Well, Tom Cruise thriller. Day sucked. I mean, it lasted like a week. Yeah. It was, um, <laughs> no. Uh, no. I've, I've loved horror since I was a little kid. Um, you know, it wasn't like I just started watching horror that day. Like I, you know, I've always right. been into it since I was like six or seven. So why? Why do we like horror I, movies? Uh, I, I think for me, I just found them the more creative because you know I always had friends that were into like doing special effects, makeup, um, and you know editing and stuff like that. So to me, like you can really get away with more when you're doing horror as opposed to like right. like romantic comedies where you kind of have to fit that formula. Did right. they, did they scare you? Are, are there any? Not that, since I was a kid, no. So there's, Very there's, there's not one that still gets you, gives you nightmares or anything like that? No, I mean, those. Uh, I watched, uh, I rewatched like two years ago this TV movie that I saw when I was a kid called Don't Go to Sleep. Does anybody know that one? Don't no. Go to sleep. Go, it, was a, it was a TV horror, was back like when they did made-for-TV movies every week. Uh, it's about a little girl that gets possessed by the spirit of her older sister who had died in a car accident. And she blames the family, so she systematically wipes out the family. <laughs> and there's this bit where, like, she's possessed and she has a pizza cutter, and she's just, like, going up the stairs with this pizza cutter. And, like, she goes upstairs and kills her dad with it. And, like, that freaked the shit out of me when I was, like, six or seven. There's always like, some image. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, so now uh, I'm afraid of pizza cutters. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like if I open the kitchen drawer, I see you and I get scared. It's funny that <laughs> you would bring up romantic comedies as the obvious antithesis to the horror, which yeah, yeah. I think is accurate because sex, which is the ultimate creative act, you're, pro- <laughs> you're, you're you're, you're, you're procreating. You're creating life, and death, which is you know, I, I don't have to finish this thought. Like, 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 like this is this is the battery that charges uh, human life. Like, like, like we're avoiding. We're we're afraid. We're we're all gonna die. We know that we're gonna die, and we're also like like driven to like make a life and live life, and uh, and so and there probably is an equal volume of. Actually, I bet horrors got it, got it, got it like doubled or tripled, but but like. You could watch a rom-com a day. You could try, like, like, and you wouldn't necessarily end up having to loop back on yourself. I think they might make one a day. Um, the, the, the big question is, why isn't that like a visceral like, like thing? And I think the answer has to do with the honesty level of a, of a, of a, of a society that's like high on the hog. I think that I think in a post-Spielbergian box office world, 
you're you you're just not allowed to be as creative with love as you are with death. I think that we have decided that death, because we elude it daily and and have kind of compartmentalized it, we can actually you can put have Clint Howard in your movie and 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 have him stab someone in the head with an ice cream cone and you know like like and go and go like ah what a fun way to kill that person and here's a new way to make brains look real and and we're out, we're constantly experimenting with death and encouraged to do so because we've cartoonified death because we don't actually. We've turned funeral parlors into, or, you know, the parlors of our homes into into living rooms, uh, uh, and 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 put funeral parlors down the street and like made dead bodies things that you bury. Blah 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 blah. Not uh, ranting about that, but we've we've compartmentalized death in Western society, and so like movies are like, hey, fun. It's like, whoa, imagine if his guts were flying out. R- <laughs> romance, however, is like it's on these rails. It's like 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 okay, like. This guy's a bad guy because he's, you know, you, you, can't, you can't do a million fun creative things with your dick and a vagina. That's pornography. Like, like that's not, it, 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 like, horror is still, it's not considered pornography, but it's like, it's equally voluminous and also dealing with the primary colors of, 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 of what we deal with. Like, we're all scared of, yeah monsters and dying and stuff uh thank you i win i win uh, the contest with myself to see if i can explain why horror movies are good uh and they're not good that's the other thing i wanted to ask you 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 must know more than anyone how many of them are bad because for the reasons i'm describing any like a lot like it actually like more hacks are probably attracted to the bug lamp that is the horror genre well that's i mean that's the thing is that you know unfortunately not only there are a lot of bad movies there are you know no offense, bad fans, and that they're like, you know, you, you guys were talking about last week, the guys that like think Sharktopus and these sci-fi movies, they're funny. So you can make pretty much anything, and not only will people watch it, but it's easy to sell, because, right. you know, a lot, most horror movies are independent, and it's like, oh, you killed three people in it, cool, we can put that on the cover, and, you know, sell it in Germany, and sell it over here. You know, romantic comedies, all these other things, you know, they're more star-driven. You can't, like, make, like, a low-budget rom-com and instantly get that right. sale when you go to, like, one of these film markets. So, yeah, I'll never run out of horror movies if I wasn't quitting because there's always going to be hacks that are, like, eh, $10,000. Look at they do paranormal yeah. activity. You know, we have a video camera in a house. We can and do so that, too. And so you have to sit and watch, like, the most yeah. horrible ones of all, which yeah. you can you can browse through on Apple TV, and you, thank God for the preview feature where you can see from the trailer, like, oh, Jesus, they didn't even mix their sound. Like, like, like it's just, like, rat, like flies. Now, when you're done with this, when you watch 2500, are you going to be happy to not have to watch these anymore? Or are you still going to continue to watch horror films? No, I mean, I'll still do stuff. I, uh, you know, I, I work for a couple of different websites now. And, like, I actually might be working for Netflix as, like, a horror expert of some sort. Um, if anybody is, it's got to be yeah. you now. Holy fuck. So, uh, you know, so I'll still be watching. It's just like, I, I, and the site will still be there, too. And I'll update it when I feel like it. But I just won't, like, wake up and be like, all right, I got to find time to watch, like, some Children of the Corn sequel or something. Like, you know, or if I start watching a movie and it's terrible, I'll be like a normal human being like you guys and shut it the fuck off. <laughs> what, now, what's your stance on the Leprechaun franchise? Uh, I like the first one when I was 13. Right. Uh, I think I watched one other. I watched one of the. He's gone to the hood twice. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's a, it's an interesting. Came back from space. And it's he went an to the interesting thing to look at in terms of sequelology. Yeah. Like if there's a term paper you could write because 
Let, everyone kind of widely will say as a knee-jerk response if you bring up the Leprechaun franchise um, that Leprechaun, I think it was three in the hood, into hood? Uh, no, no. Uh, so three was Vegas, I think. Or two. Four was in space and then five and six were the hood. Oh, five. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait. Five, the two hoods were in a row? Are yeah. you sure about that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. He then goes, then it's not as interesting as I thought. Oh, he goes to I, space? Yeah, yeah he, went he, went went <laughs> he went to space. He went to space. And then he comes back and goes to the hood <laughs> twice. But, but it, was, it was better when he was in the hood. And the, the reason why it was better when he was in the hood, I, you, could, you could tell watching the first one like, 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 like that it was like, it felt like it was written by white screenwriters. I don't know if any of this is true. Like, everyone correct me. But this is what it felt like. I'm not, I'm not a journalist here. It felt, I kept picturing like two white screenwriters going like, you know, let's write a movie for the black people that wanna, like, let's put the people in the theater that are always yelling that crazy stuff, let's put them in the movie and have them yell the stuff at the leprechaun. That, that's what it felt like they were, it was, it was sort of like this weird, like, like half love, half hate, like half a racist, half like, 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 like I, I, cultural, like, emboldening, like, thing. It was, it, 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 that's what it felt like. I, w- I hope to hear it was written by a, a wonderful black screenwriter who was, who was just, working organically and not from a weird uh, uh, entomology uh, uh, like, uh, perspective by some guy going, what would they like here? I think Ice-T should say what we're all thinking when we see the leprechaun as black America, which is, you ugly motherfucker. And then pop a cap in him. Try to pop a cap in him. Show him that the cap popping doesn't work. Show him why. They want to know. We asked him after the first two movies, like, why wouldn't they pop a cap? You know, and, and let's show them. Let's show them pop a cap and then have the caps pop right back out. And then now you're invested. And I kind of, I kind of agree with that philosophy. I'm giving, I, I, I'm giving them a weird, like, like, like nasal uh, uh, dialect, but, but uh, that might be me. I, that might be how I would approach writing a Leprechaun movie. Anyways, here's, here's my observation that I would like to make about the Leprechaun franchise. Uh, here's the thing. We watched, like, three of them for St. Patrick's Day. Leprechaun, that's his name, um, uh, definitely, like, watch these movies again and, like, watch a man, like, like, like I, I, he's, he's, he, he very, very many times under a variety of circumstances ends up, uh, pretending to be a woman, uh, <laughs> to get a man horny and then killing him, like, like, right as the guy is, like, about to climax he never does the other thing he never like if he wants if he wants to just kill someone he can just rip their finger off or like he, he'll, he'll just go like mm, let me give you a leg up and then it'll just rip your leg off so it's like weird that he sometimes then will crouch behind a crate or a bed and he'll just like a guy will be taking out the mail and then and then so a woman will go hey carl come here and it'll just be this sexy lady, and then they'll just keep cutting to the leprechaun behind the crate going like, <laughs> and he does it over and over and over again, and it keeps, I, I think it kind of escalates. Like, I feel like the leprechaun series is about, on another level, it's about a, a, a bi-curious kind of <laughs> mythical creature. Like, he's, he, you feel like he's getting more and more either honest or dishonest. I can't tell, because one of them's about him, he wants to marry this woman, but then he keeps, he's like, oh, I've got, I've got you here, oh, my bride, oh, but he never does anything with her, and then he, he keeps making excuses to go out and just pose as more women and have, have fake, fake leprechaun sex with men, you know? I don't know, watch it, tell, tell me what you think. Put, he's put more thought into leprechaun sequels than any other, including I, the people that made them. It's just, the, 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 no, I, 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 well, that may be true, but, but mythology has a life of its own, and I feel the story being told with 
the leprechaun character. He's like Ulysses, you know, he's, a, he's his own character. And I think that his character exists in a maelstrom of sexual feelings, you know. I, t- I, feel, I feel like he's like popping out of the, in, 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 in modern America and he's going like, oh, it seems like the standards are a bit uh, different now. Oh, what was once uh, a little weird uh, to go to as a place like is now a little more uh, uh, okay. I, I could have a lot of fun around here. Whoa. And he's sort of like, you're watching him like kind of push his boundaries, his own personal boundaries. Like he's getting over his own cathexes. Like there's no there's no sign on the wall that says don't be gay. Like like he's that's in his head, but he's kind of like pushing it and pushing it. Like and he gets increasingly like more sexually amorphous as the series continues. So I think if they make another Leprechaun movie, they should just have him like naked, like like and just kind of like like. They're making another one. It comes out this month. Okay, thank you. Adam Goldberg says they're making another one. It comes out this month. I hope it's called like Leprechaun. The gloves are off, and and and, and by gloves we mean sexual uh, hang-ups, you know. And have them just have it. Maybe it's not a horror movie. Maybe it's a. Maybe it's just about you know like like him doing his thing. Like like why why have to end it uh, with a guy's face getting cut off? You know, if clearly if you look at the amount of time that's spent in each Leprechaun movie, percentage-wise, it's really. The more important theme in these movies is is, is uh, bisexuality. Do they keep up. With, I, I, I didn't watch all the you know all the sequels. Do they keep up with? Uh, all I really remember about the first one anymore is like they stopped him by throwing shoes at him because he had a thing where he had to clean shoes. Yeah, that's the original. Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. You, you, you've that? watched you've watched over two thousand movies now. Yeah. And you, you didn't get through more than one leprechaun? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is I, that's I how many horror movies ones there that are. I know. Like I, I know the leprechauns, are, like especially the ones that I mean, the first one actually played theatrically. And then, and it's with a, a with, a, with a child like yeah. like Jennifer Aniston, so, un- unrecognizable. If Jennifer I can make re- recommendation, I don't know how easy it is to do with Netflixes or Hulus or whatever's, but uh, what, at some point in my life, a friend of mine got his hands on a copy of Child's Play. It was a Mexican or it was a oh, Spanish dub. Holly dearest, the Spanish dub of Child's Play, and it is hilarious. It's the best fucking thing if you want to have a good time with your friends. Get Spanish Child's Play, because uh, he's just this, they, they give him this kind of Speedy Gonzalez voice that's really. It's really. He's just this little 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 Spanish guy running around, and it's good. Also, ET ET in Spanish is hilarious because he really is like he just sounds like like an immigrant, like an illegal alien. It's like Elliot, portate bien. <laughs> And it's like it, it takes on a different meaning. Yeah. Also, it's different, not horror. Breaking two. Uh, bra- uh, is, that, is that Electric Boogaloo? Yeah. Uh, rent that movie. Is that the one with Turbo in it, or is that is that? Is it, yeah, Turbo. Turbo. Anytime Turbo is on, freeze frame, because he's making the funniest face in the world. I just send send it out there. Put it on. Like go to like send images to me. Anytime Turbo is on the camera, hit pause. Funniest shit you'll ever see in your life. Get high and watch Breaking Two and hit the hit the pause. We should we should have like 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 Oprah's book club. We could have like a we could have an assign like a, oh let's all watch before we reconvene. Let's right. all watch. We'll pick one movie that we can watch this week. Let's all watch Hard we Target. Can all talk about. I'll we'll talk about Wilford Brimley afterwards. <laughs> Maybe we'll pick one by the end of the show and experiment with that concept. Uh, uh, so it's 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 called HorrorMovieAday.com. Yeah, HorrorMovieAday.com or yeah, it's on Blogspot, but yeah. It's on Blogspot. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about that. <laughs> well, it's got this long, because it's Blogspot, you know, it's a URL, so it's like a whole bunch of 
terrible you know dashes and stuff. So just horrormoviedaycom It'll redirect you. Yeah, yeah. It'll yeah, it'll it'll slash through your uh, URL and and murder it. Um, horrormoviedaycom uh, uh, Thank thank you, uh, Brian W. Collins, for visiting us on the eve of your. Thank you, Brian. He seems like an okay guy. Seems like I'd lose my mind watching that many horror movies. I like I like I like I like random like like yeah like I I need something like that. I need some kind of thing to come into my life where I'm like I'm I have a thing. You know, <laughs> where you go like okay I'm gonna do this thing now. It's, co- it's called Minecraft. Well, no, nothing. That's comp- that's just you know, like that's that's not. If I were to say I'm going to play two hours of Minecraft every day or something, you could turn something unhealthy into something healthy. It's a structure, you know. But that's not going to be it. That's dumb. That's a dumb idea. You, you just pitched. It's a dumb idea. Something like I'm going to I'm going to do stained glass in my basement. I'm going to make a stained glass duck. I'm going to make a. I'm going to make my own BB gun. I'm gonna make a BB gun and it's gonna f- fire a real BB. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, 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 Don't you owe Fox a script right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna write that, but then like, you know, like then I'm. I mean, ha- if I'm a Fox exec and I'm hearing this podcast uh, next week and you're talking about making BB guns, I'm like, where's my sitcom? Yeah, I think they've moved on. I think if they're smart, they've moved on. But I'm saying I need a hobby, you know, at, at a certain point. As soon as I finish my job, I need a hobby. Uh, uh, let's keep the train rolling and, and bring and bring and bring. Let's get Spencer up here, huh? All right. Because uh, we also watched Space Jam uh, last night. Yeah. I, I got drunk and went home. I missed that one. Hello, Spencer. How are you, man? I'm uh, I'm, I'm 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 good. I'm good. That was, hey. that was a measured response. Did you stay for all of Space Jam? Last no, week? I left pretty early. I mean, I've seen that movie, but I, I, I used to watch it a lot. I had, um, you know, what were those Mar- the Martian guys called? The Monstars. Monstars. No, before that, they had it like a dumb name that wasn't a team name. <laughs> it was like something Ling, I think. I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. I, I had stuffed animal versions of all the puny little versions. It was pretty awesome. And I had like a favorite, you know. But they were all really like cut and paste before they got like superpowers. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. So they were just different colors. I was like, Wait, the is red Space one. Jam like the Bugs Bunny? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. yeah Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan yeah. and Bill Murray and Newman. Yeah, I imagine Space Jam might be some people's Xanadu in this room, you know, given the age. Does anybody here love Space Jam? Yeah? By applause. Don't raise your hand. It's a podcast. Really? In spite of knowing that it's terrible. And and, and non-ironically, or is it it an ironic love? I grew up in Chicago in the 90s. Michael Jordan was like a god. I thought it was the greatest movie ever made. So you love it because Michael Jordan is a uh, protagonist in it, or, or is he like a guest star in it, or is he? Is he no, he's, no, he's, 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 he's a protagonist. It's a buddy comedy with him and you know Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Oh, yeah, I, I, all I remember is that is Marvin Martian's in it, right? Does, isn't he out there like? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all the Looney Tunes are in it, and uh, uh, they play basketball. If I if I were to, <laughs> the, the I tried to run through today the narrative like like kind of cascade of uh, like like why are, ending with the answer to why are they playing basketball? Why? What are the stakes? It, it starts five iterations up like on a on a planet that is both animated but not Looney Tune planet. It's a planet of animated monsters that need amusement. They're in an amusement shortage, 
And the boss of that planet says, I want the Looney Tunes to work for us. And he sends his henchmen out, and the henchmen go, and they, make the, they tell the Looney Tunes, you have to work for us. And the Looney Tunes go, you know, they use Bugs Bunny clever power to go, hey, we, have to, we get a chance to fight back before you indenture us into servitude. And <laughs> inst- instead of just saying, you, you, you're not allowed to do this, Bugs Bunny says, you have to give us a right to a chance to fight back. And they go, okay, wh- wh- how? And they go, okay, they- they're really small, so let's play basketball. <laughs> so then because they say basketball, the monster aliens g- steal the talent from Charles Barkley and <laughs> Lil Penny or whatever, who was, whoever was in a Nike commercial back then. And they all grow big because that means they're talented. And, and the, because they do that, then the Looney Tunes go and abduct Michael Jordan from a golf course. Meanwhile, there's a B story to the movie which details Michael Jordan's emotional journey from going from basketball player to baseball player to golf hobbyist and friend of Bill Murray. Bill Murray, meanwhile, walks into and out of the movie of his own free will anytime he wants. Just like in the middle of his own scenes, he'll just just go, yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to... And he'll just disappear from coverage. Where'd Bill Murray go? Wasn't he there a second ago? Yeah, I guess he got tired. It's like in, it's like in Tootsie. He's there, he's gone. Yeah, he's just bad. It's bad. It's, and then, so, so there's another character played by the fat guy from Jurassic Park who I... My writer's eye tells Wayne me it's Knight? the same character. Yeah, Wayne Knight. Yeah. Uh, it's the same character, but for all the scenes Bill Murray couldn't do. No. Wayne Knight is kind of, there's another character. He's Michael Jordan's agent or something. But, but anyways, spa- like I said, if I were to start trying to explain Space Jam to you, uh, we'd be here until uh, like 9 p.m. But uh, there are people here that love the movie. On its own merits or simply because you were from Chicago and Michael Jordan lived there? It was great. <laughs> come up on stage. Can we get you on stage? Let's get you. What's your name? What's your name? Shannon. Come on, Mike. Shannon. 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 Space Space Jam apologist. Hi. I mean, like, I I I love being right about stuff. So let me let me try to. Uh, I'll answer the question for her, and we'll see if she agrees. Some movies are so like loud and big and weird, and so have such a time in your life. That's why I brought up the Xanadu comparison. There's no arguing that Xanadu is a good movie. Xanadu is an insane movie, though, and it was part of my childhood. All right, go, Shannon. <laughs> so when someone asks, "Do you like it?" ironically or not, or like, no, I like Mac and Me ironically. Like that's a horrible movie, and I don't actually have any connection to it. But you have an emotional connection to it. I do. Space Jam, but you could probably recognize with your adult brain. Yes, yes, but that doesn't, you know, it doesn't stop me from having kind of an emotional reaction to it even now in adulthood. And there's a lot of movies. Goonies, I'm looking at you. Like, my generation, I'm 40 now. I I can finally start saying this without getting booed because I'm getting so old. But 10 years ago, (laughs) if I said Goonies was shitty, which it is... It is. Goonies is a ridiculous cacophony of logical loop-de-loops. It is an insane, it is an opera written by a madman in a footlocker at the bottom of the ocean. Like, there is, Goonies is out of the So what's a better movie as a whole, Space Jam or Goonies? Uh, Space Jam. No, fuck you. No, Goonies is better than Space Jam. 
No, Goonies. You pushed him. I almost had him. Goonies is better than Space Jam. Goon, Goonies. Go, Goonies. Uh, okay, here's it's the difference between a sociopath and a like a regular murderer. Like, Goonies knows what it's doing wrong. <laughs> like Space Jam will kill again uh, if you don't lock it up. Space Jam has no idea. Space Jam's like, what? Yeah, I'm a movie. Goonies is like, 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 I'm a movie. Like, like they know, they know. Like, like they're like, if, we, if, we, if, if there was a Goonies 2, we'd, we'd focus on the chunk character more and, and do more blender scenes with, <laughs> Space Jam would be like, well, what have we learned? Uh, cha-ching. Uh, I, I, I don't feel like Space Jam knew what it was doing. Shannon. How many times have you seen Space Jam, Jim? How many times have you viewed Space Jam? Um, in my childhood, probably in the dozens. I haven't seen it in a, quite a while because my parents have it on VHS and nobody fucking has a VCR anymore. Right. I did. I did. Really? Space Jam party. <laughs> you can probably, I'm sure it's Space Jam's on YouTube. I mean, it's not, I don't know. Yeah, I'm 40. I don't care. Yeah. Is it Space Jam on one of your little friendship bracelets? Can't you just download it on a USB dongle? <laughs> Shannon, what are your favorite movies of all time? Is that, is that, is that, is that like, is, what, what do you think of as your, as your, like, your favorite genre, your favorite kind of movie, or your favorite, do you have a favorite movie? My favorite movie is Stripes, actually. Oh. oh Stripes is a good Which, when's the last time you saw it? Uh, probably in the last year. I have it on DVD. Yeah. I mean, some of these movies you go back to, like Back to the Future. I saw a double feature of Back to the Future and Goonies, and it was like a, uh, because they're both right around the same time, but it was like a study in, okay, there are movies from, your, from a certain age when your brain was like firing certain chemicals, like you have permanent imprints on these movies. And I would call them identical walking into that theater as a 30-something. I was like, I'm going to see Goonies and Back to the Future, two indelible, but com- com- comparable like masterpieces of my, from my childhood era. But walking out of the theater, I was like, okay, come on. Goonies was a, is a nostalgic uh, mess. Uh, Back to the Future, I think, remains as kind of a well-structured like little piece of cinema that took seven years to write and, uh, and blah, blah, blah. What were we talking about? Space Jam. Space Jam versus uh, uh, Stripes. Like, Stripes, I'm afraid to go back and watch, is my point. Why would you be afraid? I'm just I'm afraid it will be a Goonies and rather, rather than a Back to the Future. Stripes, no, it's, Stripes it's is great. hilarious because there's 11 35-year-olds pretending to join the military. <laughs> There's clearly people in their 40s that are in this unit. It's really funny. Uh, and everybody's drunk in it. John Candy, John Larroquette, everybody's like just, just a bunch of alcoholics. It's remember great. what that movie is. It has a very strange... It's got a three-act structure overall, but it also exists in two giant acts because there's the point where they actually... Like, in the 11th hour, like, but it, the movie's only halfway over. Like, it they, seems like the movie is over. It and then turns they have into a this weird action movie yeah. Yeah, with the RV and stuff. But, you, but it was good. It shares that with uh, the good Batman movie. Like, 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 that Batman movie was like, what the fuck? When's this over? I don't care. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Now, now okay. Now, truck chase. Okay, fuck it. Um, it, it, it was. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, thank you, Shannon. Shannon, everybody. Shannon, thanks for coming up and talking about Space Jam. Space Jam. Space but they come Jam. up with that name, too. Weird. I'll, I'll tell you exactly where they came up with that name. They tested each letter of each word. <laughs> They're like, uh, we, okay, so far we've got Spud Cum. Well, wasn't there, there was also no, no, no. So people like A more than you. There was jo- space, space, spade. 
come? I always thought it was because it was, it was jock jams at that point, right? Was like, wasn't there a thing where I don't was know. Yeah. I would like to be a fly on any wall during any part of any branch. Adam Goldberg, any... why was it called Space Jam? They used jam all the time in the 90s. It was the number one word, the way rad ruled the 80s. And Jam. That's not your name. Adam Goldberg's my name. And consulting producer on community, Adam F. Goldberg's name. Right. Not the same person. Okay, that was my fault. That was yeah. my bad. <laughs> no, I, 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 I tapped that hornet's nest. When he, was, when he started saying, they used jam all the time in the 90s, I was like, wait a minute, come on. Was it, what, like, 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 I thought he meant, like, jelly. No. I'm like, come on, no more than the 80s. I was there for all of this. The jam did not become a bigger thing. I, I, well, I'm officially my grandparents. The, ni- the 90s on, had young man. Jam, jam is uh, universal. <laughs> the 90s did have jock jams and pearl jams, and we had, we had lots of 90s jams. <laughs> jock jams and pearl jams. <laughs> Isn't that gross that they named their band Pearl Jam? That's gross. <laughs> pearl jam sucks. Fuck pearl jam. Oh, come on, Jeff. Oh, fuck them. That's terrible. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> Why you gonna make me feel bad about my band? Oh, <laughs> uh, Eddie. No, we are people. We have feelings. You've hurt them. Uh, it was the it was the 90s. Was a great time to be an angry white guy and be all bummed out and wear a fucking helmet. Before we called it emo and just kind of like yeah. like both embraced it and wrote it off. It was like it was being presented as if this is the new thing. Yeah. I think that was what was uncomfortable for people. And uh, I invite all of you to tell me I'm a bad person on, online for not liking Pearl Jam. It's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of bad... I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, you know why? Because they're indefensible. <laughs> Pearl Jam yeah, is an unsupportable they'll, band. They'll accept. They're, they're, these guys, look at them. Look, at, look out in this audience. Look at these young Shannon, faces. do you love Pearl Jam too? No. Okay, good. So, so, so she's not just jam-centric. She just, no, she no. Yeah. These guys are post iTunes. They're, they're, they're little. They're little tune babies. They're, uh, they, they have little. They have little hologram dongles that they use to uh, subscribe to their music from a true? from a stream in a cloud. They, and and, and, and part, parcel of that is that they don't. They don't. They don't have the same emotional. They don't. They don't. You know. They go. Oh, did you hear? Hear that new granddaddy? I heard that EP was an LP on the SP. You know. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't either. I'm just trying to get through it. You know, it's like like you had to put all this energy into buying an album. And, Spencer, and are like you if you had bought, if you bought a Led Zeppelin album and like like someone else said Led Zeppelin sucked, oh, you got something to defend. But if you download Zigger Spliggett, you know, <laughs> it's like you listen. To, I mean, you know, you don't care. Like you got a whole fucking catalog of shit. Like every everyone's an individual. Like the you know, it's they they, they so they don't really care that much if someone goes like, and no one's gonna go. That's stupid. That sucks. I think. Maybe I'm projecting onto them my wishes for the younger generation to be more actu- actualized. Maybe Spen- Spencer, are you a music uh, purchaser? Do you are you a music guy? Uh, no, I mean I, I listen to lots of music. I, I don't purchase a lot of music. How do you how do you how do you get your music? <laughs> um, you know, sometimes I'm just on my computer and. This is like this is legal stuff, man. This is they're gonna listen to this podcast. Sometimes, sometimes a bit like, like just, just falls on me, and then sometimes more of them come in like a torrent of. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just get caught in a tempest of of, of, of bites of, of peer-to-peer pressure. <laughs> 
So you've been stealing music online all the time. Is that the I mean, I've bought maybe three albums in my life, but I've, I, I mean, like, but six, you will pay the piper. Six days of music, probably. Right. You know? But I don't know. It's really eclectic. I usually get discographies, and then I'm like, oh, I like this album and this album, and delete a lot of stuff, and then I, you know, have what I like, and I kind of just cycle through it randomly. What's in heavy rotation for you right now? What's in, um, the, what's in the car? Let's see. Borders of Canada has some good tracks. Um, yeah, I think the Campfire Head Phase is the album I've been listening to a lot. There's uh, DeLorean is a band with an album called Subiza, which is just really delicious. Um, Gold Panda makes this really weird um, like Gold electronic Panda. music, and it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. It, I listened to it at an airport, and it was perfect. And, <laughs> Uh, there's what? what about Nose Cone? You listen to Nose Cone? Oh yeah, you know Nose Cone. He had some 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 deep YouTube riffs. I was really into that. I Wait, actually, I just made that name up. Are I you? was ripping the audio. Yeah, no, I'm I'm bullshitting also. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I thought I thought I riffed a real guy. And I wanted to cop to it. I felt bad. I, 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 I said we play some D and D. How's that sound right now? Well, we got to get Camille out here. Camille. Camille, you like Nose Cone? No, I like the Peaceful Muttons. They're really good right now. Sandblast. Um. Can I, I have a couple points to make. Space Jam is clearly from NBA Jam, which was a huge basketball game in the night. Don't clap Adam Goldberg as if that's what you were saying. The other point, you give it so much shit for exposition. Yeah. It takes, you gotta jump through a lot of hoops to get Elmer Fudd and Michael Jordan in the same room. You yeah, can't no, just be like, open no. on, it can't be like, open on basketball court. Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan are hanging out. Okay, you have to, you, here's how many hoops you have to jump through to get Elmer Fudd and Michael Jordan in the same room. The same number of hoops that they jumped to get Elmer Fudd and Michael Jordan in the same room. One, they jumped Michael Jordan through a literal and figurative threshold they sucked him through a golf course hole into cartoon land and Elmer Fudd was right there and said oh hi how are Michael Jordan I, I, I love you um, they, what, 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 they, what their crime that they committed was, by the way I am not defending this movie at all <laughs> well, just, but just, you're just saying, for fun d for fun defend it it's really good you're saying you're saying it's a necessary evil because of the because of the a subject matter that there needs to be five thresholds instead of one threshold. And I'm saying that will never be true uh, 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 until our sun supernovas. Um, uh, our, our stories are allowed to just have one fucking like what if. I've never uh, full disclosure. Never seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so or or finish the word disclosure. Never done that. Never done it. Full disclosure. <laughs> Uh, can I also, uh, you were talking about Human Planet. Can I quickly say what my favorite say thing it, of speak, that is? Speak it, Will. There's one uh, story. It's all like humans in extreme conditions. So Papua New Guinea, there's this one village that just eats sharks. That's all they eat, which is like sort of an arrogant, dickish move, you know? <laughs> They're like, you have fruit. What are you doing? They're like, well, sharks, we eat them for breakfast. Like, that's what they're going for. So they have one guy in the village who's the designated shark hunter, and now he's like 70, and then they just like send this guy out. He's like, all right, I'll go get more shark. And he gets into a canoe that he's made, and he's like seven, and he's like ripped. Are these the guys that just like strangle him on the side of the boat? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. what I was gonna tell the sorry, story. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We'll he's like up. super ripped, like, but he's like, like Nepal ripped, you know, not like Jim ripped, he's like, like yeah. Sri Lanka ripped. So he gets into the boat. <laughs> 
Man, and I'm, he goes. I want to be Sri Lanka. It's so great. Bad, yeah. It's great. <laughs> and he just goes to the middle of the ocean, and then he starts singing his shark beckoning song. No, I fucking swear song. to you. Yeah. Well, I don't want to do the song for you because even flow. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it would. It would sound. Like, this is what the song sounds like. Pretend you're racist and then imagine a tribal song. That's what it well, sounds come on, like. Do it, do it, just do it. Do now it. that you've just claimed it by it's saying like, it sounds racist. Pearl Jam. You're doing Pearl Jam. Yeah. It's a lot like Pearl Jam. And then he sings this fucking song. Uh, with a little, just a hint of Hepburn. Just a. Just a <laughs> shining army. It's a little bit like, what was that song, Sadness? Oh, yeah, yeah, ooh, oh, <laughs> Where everything's going yeah. backwards in, or whatever. In, in, incandescence, what's that called? Enigma. <laughs> Enigma. Enigma. So he starts singing this fucking song, okay? And he's singing it all day and all night. There's no food, because they run out of shark. All day, all night, on day three, a shark shows up. And even the, uh, John Hurt is like... And he has the balls to assume it's the song. I know. <laughs> I want to go up to the guy and be like, try once without the song. Yeah, one time, a control group. Exactly, just <laughs> once. Either, either, I, either I believe it was a coincidence or that the magical shark beckoning song works and everything I know is lies, you know? It only takes six days to test the theory yeah. that without a song, the shark takes twice as long to show up. <laughs> just do it once. So the shark shows up and then he starts fashioning a noose which I'm like have the noose already fashioned you've been there for three days get the noose act like you've been there you know so he yeah, yeah be do have yeah be do so he <laughs> always be noose making my, this is my favorite part he always be noose making <laughs> the shark is for closers I've got a 12 foot yeah. boat I've got a custom made shark noose that's my name who the fuck are you what David would... Mamet presents the shark stranglers so he fashions this noose and as the shark this is my favorite part as the shark is going by he lassos the shark in the open ocean he lassos it and then I swear he lassos it and then he does like a fist pump he's like yes so I'm like we're all human everybody does that yeah because like that's the only gesture we have. You might like, have picked that up from the camera crew. Uh, maybe the they like, were like, "Holy shit! I have just enough uh, uh, SD card to store that footage." Yeah. yeah. And he was like, "Oh, really? That's yeah. interesting." Exactly. So like the SD card gesture. I and always the... wonder that when they're getting the shots, it's like clearly you're getting the shot from a jeep, but you're studying these guys who just hang out with wearing blankets for shirts and bluffing lions. Like, do, how much? I mean, the, the gods must be crazy. Well, like, I, like, what's happening here? Is it contamination? Always, I always thought there was like a couple years ago they found a new tribe in the Amazon. On and all yeah. the pictures were like they were like we don't you know they were like looking up at this thing this helicopter and they were like we didn't want to disturb them because we didn't want to go down you've already changed everything that helicopter is their god now yeah, they, exactly. <laughs> it's like Iceman yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. gonna go back and be like burn the books this is all lies look at that thing look yeah. at that Todd, what have I been saying? Yeah. <laughs> See, I told you. Metal yeah. bird. I used to worship a toucan. Look at that fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. there's, now, three, there's three of us inside that toucan. 
they're clearly like all of them have like their bows and arrows out, like pointing at this thing. Yeah, like you've yeah. changed everything. And I don't you even mean like like. Might like, as well give them ACDC t-shirts. That's a clear now. example of the, those guys. Those guys actually live in, in in actual isolation to the point that kind of contamination. But also, there's just like these people who they know what a jeep is and they know what a camera crew is. <laughs> they're bringing a camera crew along and they're saying like the camera crew is going, show us how you bring your your 18 cattle t- from from 600 miles across the desert <laughs> yeah, waterhole and then and then have a weird negotiation with the elephants with a stick in order to get your cattle fed and it's like i just mean like emotional psychological long term contamination of like this 16 year old kid going like Fuck. Go faster in a Jeep. Yeah. All right, see you later. That's a wrap. Yeah. Um, They should just show them on their iPad like Phantom Menace. Like, watch this. All right, we're going to go. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 so weird. Like like like, it's not so. It, I know everyone knows it's weird. It's All weird. right, Aaron McGathy, you here tonight? Let's get Aaron McGathy up here, Aaron shall McGathy. we? The only thing I just saw Leprechaun in the Hood. The only thing I wanted from that movie was the Leprechaun to refer to his part of gold as bling. Right, that is yeah. all I wanted out of it. That might have come. The bling might have happened after the first Leprechaun in the Hood. Maybe because I didn't. He was never like ah, I got to get some bling or whatever. They really like it was a very selective like uh, uh, membrane in terms of what racism got through and what they refused it to. It's very very weird. Like you'd look at one example and go like. Well, that's just that's just ridiculous. Like, why would you do that? And, and then and then the other one would go. Well, why would you choke up on that bat? I can't think of examples, but um, the the um, at, when you watch Leprechaun tonight, um, <laughs> here's an interesting thing. There's a, there's a point in the movie where where he has beguiled this trio of uh, hoochie mamas, uh, badonka donks. I don't know what you'd call them in the. I think that's of the preferred girls. nomenclature. Yeah. Um, there are zombie fly ladies. There's zombie, zombie fly, fly ladies. girls. And, yeah. and, and that's it's right. A, it's a sort of multi-ethnic like like trio of like like yeah. That they have green eyes underneath their Ray Bans and they have like gold tight fitting uh, lame dresses and. Um, and, and they don't match with their shoes. Um, it, the, um, they don't explain where they came from, except through some weird ADR line. Then they're just there. Then during the ending credits, oh, you see right. the origin. He, ra- he does a rap in a... What oh, you would expect right. to see in a movie called Leprechaun in the Hood, you'd expect to see Warwick Davis do a rap. And he doesn't do it until the ending credits. And he's like, oh, my name is Leprechaun. I'm here to say I just came from Dublin on a shuttle today. I got, I got my bling, bling, bloom and my Blarney stone. And I'll possess your mind. And you're not alone. And uh, he, while he's doing it, he's like, he's like hypnotizing these fly girls in this bar that That's we never right. saw in the movie. So it seems very clear to me that they extracted that scene from the middle of the movie yeah. where it really belonged. And, they, and, and, and the only reason I can think that they extracted it is that they actually hit some kind of threshold where people, the test viewers are like, yeah, you know what, come on. At that, I want to, I want to like, I want to like make fun of the movie. I don't want to, you know, I don't want the, I don't want you to piranha 3D me. Like, 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 I, like, like they actually hit like a tipping point where people are like, fuck you. Like, like, like when he started rapping, it's like, well, what am, what's my job? Uh, if, if, I'm supposed to get high and watch a movie. Well, if you guys are high, fuck you. <laughs> And they, and they went, oh, you know what? Yeah, people people like that it's campy. They like that it's stupid. And they want to make fun of the movie. Like, we need to actually commit to our job and move this rap number yeah. to the I ending th- credits. I thought you were saying that it hit too many, like, cultural, like, er, 
urban things. And then people were like, all right, that's too much shit. No. And then over the credits, you can be as offensive as you want. No, that wasn't my guess. I, I, truthfully, on that topic, I felt like, like, like all, 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 pound for pound, I thought that they actually, like, I found myself going, I expected to be quote unquote offended, you know, to, to have, I, I expected to be going, what? Like, way yeah. more per minute. Yeah. Than, this movie, like, kind of safe, it was pretty safe for a movie called Leprechaun in the Hood. I just feel like he, Warwick Davis has said little people rights back like so many hundreds of years with his that's body a, of tough, work. I mean, has he or is he, uh, is he, is he? Uh, it's like when, like, you know, you like, uh, it, it, uh, oh God, how do I get out of this? <laughs> what, I was going to say Let's like, for, a one it's play. true for a lot of like uh, urban youth, the way out is basketball or rapping. Right. And so for little people, are now it's a, like becoming in horror movies. Are you a hero if you get into the NBA or are you perpetuating like a cycle of like un, you know unrealistic expectations or, or, or whatever that you would call that no idea but I want to see a one act uh, black box theater production about a mythical meeting uh, on a fateful uh, 1998 night between Peter Dinklage and Warwick Davis he's like alright I'm going to go to the right you go to the left <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'm going to do eventually Game of Thrones and movies that are Oscars you can rap in an Irish accent like they do plays of like what if what if on the eve of his assassination <laughs> Martin Luther King and, and Malcolm X like had yeah. a conversation like they do plays like that do, do, <laughs> that's do, do, really do it with funny. Dinklage and Warwick Davis <laughs> I bet they hate each other but you have, but have you have normal people play the like non-little people because you're like like like, like no the, the big draw here is that you know this is I mean god you this is David Strathane for god's sakes he's a you just tie like shoes at their knees is that what you're suggesting Dorf style or maybe, maybe they, you just make the sets really or big. yeah yeah just make Lily Tomlin it just have giant chairs and it's gonna all be set at uh Abed, real Abed's restaurant. <laughs> no, that's the other way. Oh, it's got to be the reverse of that. Or maybe He's it got... starts at Abed's restaurant and then they leave and you're like, oh no, everything there was little. Yeah. You don't know. He says goodbye. Thank you for coming to, what, what, what's the name of Abed's restaurant? Bites. 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 And then you, didn't you pitch an idea where it's just leftovers? That it was like was just it, bites, uh, bites taken out of burgers and stuff. I, my question was, would it be things shaped like the bite that, that somebody oh, took, like or would it, be a, would, it be, would it be a hamburger with a bite already taken out of it? Oh you know? no, I think the appeal is that it's a miniature it's version a of a yeah. version. Yeah, although that's a good idea. <laughs> no, yeah, you could call it. Are you gonna finish that? Hi everybody, it's Jeff Davis. Sorry to interrupt, Dan doing his public nervous breakdown. Um, I want to talk to you about snacks. The thing that separates human beings from the rest of the animal kingdom is our ability to snack. But what do we do with that power and that freedom? We snack on garbage. What if you wanted to snack on something that's better, healthier, and, you know, doesn't make you feel like a giant piece of human shit afterwards? That's where Nature Box comes in. Go to naturebox.com slash Harmontown to get snacks. Lots of snacks, but healthy snacks. Snacks that make you feel good. Snacks that taste good. Snacks that you just want to just... just put inside parts of your body that aren't your mouth. They got all kinds of stuff. They got like, you know, there's there's baked things, there's chips and pretzels, there's dried fruits and nuts and chews and granola thingies and jerkies and nuts and all kinds of shit. Creme brulee peanuts are my personal favorite. I'm looking at this list right now. Crispy coconut squares. I'll get all over that shit. Sea salt chickpeas, they got it all. Um, if you go right now to naturebox.com slash Harmontown, you'll get 50% off your first order simply because you're self-loathing Harmontown fans. I mean, really, let's, let's backtrack a bit. Snacking is the second order of business. Why do you even listen to the show? Do you, you hate yourself? There's so many better podcasts. Why doesn't Spencer get to talk? What happened to D&D? &D? Now I'm hungry. 
I, I'm depressed and now I want a snack. Go to naturebox.com slash Harmontown, 50% off your first order, and if I don't get some snacks out of this Nature Box, I'm coming to fucking get you and I'm going to eat just goldfish. <laughs> All right, Spencer, get us up to date on the uh, D&D, would you? <laughs> All right, I will. Last town on Harmon Town. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Last town? What? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> After fighting with a grip of sinister serpentine foes, Sharpie had been poisoned. As the fast-acting poison coursed through his veins, the wizard fell into a deep slumber. Realizing what must be done, Mulrain Sedona donned her hat of disguise, taking the form of someone she thought looked, must look like Sharpie's mother, before attempting some curious reprogramming on the sleeping mage. Quark and Christopher got uncomfortable and checked out some old statues to pass the time, but realizing the flaws in Mulrain's methodology, attempted to grease the wheels on the whole situation. After being gripped tightly by the dreaming wizard, Christopher freaked out and stabbed him with a knife, waking the wizard with a quick prick. After some discussion, the group entered the larger chamber, bisected by a cracked staircase, and started to try and figure out some rope situations to get the treasure. Their musings were interrupted by a powerful voice taunting them. A dragon! Recognizing the dire danger that this magical beast presented, the gang launched into action. The barbarian slashed in rage and then tried to climb up to a statue or something. Mulrain fired arrows. Sharpie summoned the monstrous scorpions Keith and David to distract and threaten the dark dragon while the sneaky robes stabbed the dragon in the dick with a paralyzing syringe. The attack seemed to be working, but still the dragon fought on. Spencer, everybody. Again. I just remembered last week marked a milestone where we, we played D&D for like, it seems like 40 minutes, and then at the end of it, Spencer was like, you guys have to stop. <laughs> it's going to take a long time to kill that dragon. Which was, which was kind of a, it was a milestone, because we, we were engrossed. If you listen to the recording, we were like, we, were, we had finally stopped going like, D&D, like, like we've got to make sure it stays on, you know. Like a cliffhanger, and Spencer was like, "You guys, knock it off. Well, it, yeah. go to bed." I thought that you would. Uh, I thought you were just expecting me to like truncate the combat at the the end of the session, sort of thing. And I'm like, "Not, not." There's a dragon, bro. So, how many hits have we put on this dragon? Um, let's see. I think you hit it once, sliced it in the neck. He took um an arrow or two. You shot him in the between the eyes, I think, and it made him look kind of. He was in berserker rage, and he did some. Stuff. Yeah, and then yeah, he hit him in a berserker rage and 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 distracted him while you got in position, and then you went and tried to climb up a statue to jump off of it, but you failed the climb check. Right. Um. You you summoned a, uh, a scorpion, didn't do much. Then you summoned another scorpion. Keith and, and David. Yeah, Keith and David. <laughs> okay, so by by popular demand, by popular hand wringing, uh, uh, brow sweating demand. Check in with us about our hit points and get definitive for the people because they, they never know. People tweet me and they go, I don't know when to be concerned that you guys are about to die. I don't know what's going on. It's a, like, 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 we, don't, we don't pay attention to that because we're a bunch of drunk like, performers. Like, we never go, oh, shit, I have three hit points. Yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> Sharpie, right now you're at 24 hit points. Nice. Solid. Out of, out of my 30. You know, yeah, so. that's like you have like a smoker's hit points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's not bad. You're okay. What's yeah. the What's the range? Well, it's a, you 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 max out every time you level up. Your maximum hit points uh, oh, okay, yeah. go up like a video game. 
No, the yeah, 24th it depends. solid. All right, so how, how many does Krista Berg have right now? Krista Berg is uh, sitting pretty at uh, 43. I don't think he's gotten hit this whole time, to be honest. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Mulrain has how many? Mulrain? Yeah. Uh, right now you have 35 on this. Oh, okay, cool. And I have a maximum of 51. I, I, I took a beating last time, didn't I? Yeah, you're right. actually right now at 38. So okay. Oh, we're all doing pretty well. That's Not okay. bad. No, no. It's true. All right, so, so the, the dragon's still pacing the cage. And, and he's still the, got a numb dick, right? Yeah, yeah. The poison hasn't quite, you know, taken hold. But, um, yeah, it, it, was, it, was in the, it was in the it was in the dick. And, there's, and, and I have two scorpions in here. Yeah, yeah, Keith and David. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> it's important. And I'm allowed to give them standing orders to attack the, scorpio, uh, the, the dragon. Like, yeah, like, sure. They'll, they'll, and... they'll go on your turn. I'll try to remember. I'm... I'm what up? Uh, I'm going to put it at uh, Jeff's turn. Okay. Unless anyone has any I, more I, Has my far sword recharged? No, it hasn't, in fact. And uh, so can I, can I do a flaming sword attack? Yeah. All right, flaming sword attack. Flaming sword attack. With your flaming sword, you charge the dragon and slice towards his flesh, striking a quite decent blow at his chest. Yeah. Here we go. Dealing, um, I'm bad. I hate my sword. <laughs> Eleven damage. You know, it, some, is, how much damage did you deal to yourself? <laughs> I'd say I lost a good uh, 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 three charisma points. <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right. So, so we've given this guy a lot of hit points. Uh, he's taking. He's taking a. Uh, you know. He's taking a beating. Who's yeah. ne- Who's next? Um, I'm gonna, Yeah. Let's just go down this way, and then I'll, okay. I'll go. It'll be easier. Uh, in this in this area where we are, is it possible to climb up so we have a so I have a an advantage from above? Um, there are those statues. They're a good fifteen twenty feet tall. You you would be above him. <laughs> can I move silently up the statues? Yeah, you can definitely try, but it's pretty tricky to climb and be uh, stealthy. So you know, your if your attention is split, it'll be a bit tougher than if you just tried to clamber up it. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, I wink at Sharpie and I try to climb up the statues. All right. Is that two turns? Well, <laughs> I officially retire. Yeah. The, the wink yes. fails. Yes. Yeah. Off, <laughs> off the lumber, no number. Too high, no die. Yeah, sorry, guys. Spencer's 20 sided die fell off the table. Yeah, for the podcast <laughs> listeners. Or, I mean, that is puts it, him is at it minus two to... for this dog leg ride on the links. <laughs> I mean, I guess you already rolled, but it, would, would it be too much to say I use the rope to climb up the statue? Well, I silently? would assume you'd use the rope in some fashion. Yeah, totally, yeah. me too. Yeah, totally, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. so, It's good you guys are on the same page. Yeah. That nice. So throwing the rope over the shoulder of the statue, you catch it and begin to try and hoist yourself up. But the arm of the statue actually breaks off and falls down. You just, you just. I take my boot sack and I empty it out on the ground. (laughs) That's that's a roll of a two, by the way. You know. Oh, that's for the listeners. Did the John Williams score go? It's so frustrating watching those movies. Blue balls. Um, so is it me now? Yeah, that'd be you. You've been. You're kind of lurking right. Am now. Am I still stealthy right next to the dragon? Yeah, he hasn't yet noticed you, but you know, he's, he's a bit sluggish. Yeah, because of the the dick stabbing. Yeah, that'll that'll happen. He's not fucking anything s- soon. Not for, or he has like great stamina, right? Yeah. Okay. Could go either way. Yeah. 
Um, so I do I do I have another? Um, uh, I have another poison dagger. I have a poison dagger. Yeah, you have a poison dagger. It's true. Can I <laughs> just stab him in the same dick? In the <laughs> How many as go, a, for, as opposed go to for a more vital part of him, like his head or go his heart or something? Dick. How many dicks do dragons have? This is a question I've been asking for years. <laughs> but I can't How many dragons I, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> that movie sucks. <laughs> Just the one. I take exception to your critique. Just the one dick. Just the one dick? Where is it a good idea to stab the... You know... Wherever you can. What, you, am can't I still, afford, you can't afford to be picky. Am I still close to the dick? You're not too... You're actually a good, like, 15 feet off at this point, you know. You, get you get be, him in a major artery or a blood vessel or something. But you know? I don't know where that would be. That's true. You wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Ah, guys, I'm just going to play it safe and stab him in the dick. All right. <laughs> Go with what you know, Christopher. Christopher, you, you are kind of a one-hit wonder. Yeah, with everything. You. Yeah. <laughs> I know one thing and I just fucking I just, go at it. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess don't change horses. Stabbing, yeah, stabbing in the dick is the dragon fighting version of Lady in Red. I'm starting so, to think that a dragon dick hurt you uh, in the past. Or Do just a dick that would, to him was larger when he was at a certain age. Right. <laughs> so um, as a rogue, you have the ability to sneak attack, which means if they're kind of unaware of you, you can do extra damage. So do you want to you go for that probably, right? You know? Yeah, and the good thing is his dick is already numb, so it'll do damage, but he won't know that I'm there. He'll just be bleeding out, and he won't even know. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. No, I'm enthusiastic about this choice. <laughs> Honestly, honestly. I hope he isn't. I hope he isn't either. Uh, yeah, okay. Striking him directly in the dick with the poison dagger. You score a seemingly nice cut. Score? Yeah. Score? Nice cut. This is the funk break. Is he music? I'm just picturing a music video right now of a dragon, a dragon looking down at his numb dick, and there's like rose petals falling from the sky. Never seen a dragon have such a numb dick. Never seen it feel a thing after I stabbed it. So yeah. a pretty good slice. Yeah, pretty good slice. You could tell the you know the poison uh, poured in. You know, to the phallus. So that's that's you know you got you got paralyzing poison. You got that that red poison. I think it was the dagger. Guys, I'm doing great work. Yes. Here. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad at all. But you also deal. Ah, that's up. Jesus Christ. Ten damage. It's nice. like almost all the damage amounts have been ten and eleven. And it's weird. Is that low or high? It's 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 pretty solid, but it's just weird. It's like I I don't know, maybe rolling sevens, you know? Okay. Like two sixes. We should go to Vegas. Yeah, let's do it. Seriously. Spencer? How? Me and you. Yeah. Fucking MGM. Let's get this fucking on. You know, I've never been to Vegas. We should go together. Yeah. I've never been either. Let's all go. I don't want to go with all you right, guys. Fine. <laughs> The city may never sleep, but I go to bed at like <laughs> Spencer and Jeff in Vegas is a movie I will wait to rent. <laughs> Vegas jam. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Let's go to Vegas when Pearl Jam is playing next. <laughs> and bring Michael Jordan. 
<laughs> oh, the buffet is open from 3 p.m. and out in the lobby. Have, uh, have you seen that movie where it's the guy who goes off into the woods on his own and uh, basically dies? It's like Into the Woods? What's it called? Grizzly Man? Not no, Grizzly no, Man. Into the Wild. Nature, into the Wild. Boy. That movie's hilarious because it's this guy living on his own. <laughs> Alone, and it's literally Eddie Vedder narrating what he's doing. So it's literally Eddie Vedder like, today he made a shower. It's the it's fucking awful. Don't anyway, you know it's a, that's a true story. Yeah, I know. Well, that guy's an idiot. <laughs> he genuinely is. Anyway, hey guys, he was. Uh, we, we, he, can, we can jibber jabber all we want, but we have a we have a dragon in yes, the room. Yes, go ahead. So. Uh, sidebar: How many monsters can I summon at one time? I have two scorpions on 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 on, on the uh, scorp deck. Yeah, you know, I think you can summon, you know, however many. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you can only like do one order though. So you you have the standing orders to attack. But like, if you had like four monsters, you couldn't be all like, you attack. You no, no, go no. Flank. I don't want them to do different shit. I'm just saying that's okay. If but I that's could what keep summoning more scorpions every turn and having all those scorpions understand, well, eventually you're gonna run out of spells. I think you got like two more uh, uh, level two summons. Is it possible for you to cast Ray of Frost and for one of us to shatter him like like with a sword attack and like 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 take off a leg? Like, if it like, froze him, yeah. But what I mean, we, what it's did not we learn in very Brooklyn? much damage. Yeah. Can we? Can you call the next ones Dennis and Haysbert? <laughs> Uh, I, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Keith and David do their thing. I'm gonna spend this turn trying to do something a little more. Um, uh, no, no, no. I don't mean I'm passing. I, no, I, just I mean, know. Well, I'm okay. rolling. Well, Keith I heard you and David. roll. They're attacking. You know, they're like like you would had ordered. I um I want to know about Tasha's hideous <laughs> laugh again. Yeah. So that's that's a spell. That's a charm spell. That if they fail their will save. Um, you know, they, they, they lose their action because they're they're doubled over. Might it work on armor. a large reptile? I mean, dragons in general are pretty hard to charm, but yeah, it would if if you rolled uh, you know, if he rolled poorly. Yeah. <laughs> Tasha's hideous laughter What's he doing? He's doing lep- I think he's doing yeah. leprechaun in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> You guys hang out with this guy, like, all the time? <laughs> you say as you're staring at a dragon's dick. <laughs> what a weirdo. Anyway, I'm going to continue stabbing this dick. He does, he does pass his will save, so he's unaffected. All right. Well, Keith, David, Well, t- did that do anything, the singing? No. <laughs> oh. But it was worth a shot. Let my scorpions do their thing. The scorpions attack. David doesn't manage to strike the high. <laughs> However, <laughs> why is this happening? <laughs> however, Keith deals a wicked blow to the back left leg of the dragon, dealing oh, eight damage. That's not bad. You basically right. chipped its nail. So, so right now the dragon has a numb dick, right? Yeah, that's true. How, is it, how big is the dick? How big is yeah. the dick? How big is the dragon's dick? How big it, is your dick? Is your dick? Is your how dick? big is I really your need to know. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really crunching the numbers. I'm living in a world. I'm taking this as seriously as you are right now. Breaking me down. Huh? Is it bigger than a bread box? Yeah. You know, is, it, is, it, is it numb? I'm small. Can I crawl up inside his dick hole? No, what? Jeff, that's, that's what? I, I, I can kill him from the inside. What? I'll take my, I'll take my sword. I'll climb up his dick. It's numb. He won't know. Can I, can I, is it, 
like is it, you know what? squeeze in through no, the dick hole and, and, and get inside his abdomen and just start oh. smashing and fucking. Yeah. And I'm like, I should have thought of that. Say, I know. This is how I fight. <laughs> Is it too small for me to climb inside? Yeah, it's like, I mean, maybe the size of an elephant. Like, you can't climb up an elephant's dick. Yeah. What like, you, maybe it's asshole. Think? What if I go up to his maybe. dick and I hold it open and I have Mole Rain come behind oh. me and sh- I, sh- I have her shoot a- arrows into his dick hole? What? I'm, that, just try- I'm trying to kill a dragon, you That would be exceedingly dangerous, but I mean, I right. mean maybe. Maybe? Well, I mean, technically, it's possible it. to hold open okay. something. I use because I have fast movement. I, 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 I say, Mole Rain, I'm going to run up using my fast, sneaky dwarf. Yeah, let me run this by you, Mole Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my gnome. This is a tough sell. Yeah. You don't have to do it. I'm taking all the risk here. I want you just to get two of your favorite arrows handy, and I'm going to run up real quick, grab his numb dick, open it up, and I'm going to aim it towards you, and I want you to shoot as many, as many arrows as you can into his dick hole. Am I still hanging out by the dick? Be careful, don't hit me. Hit the dick. Uh, I'll, I'll agree to this if only we can talk about what this means after. I'm trying to kill a dragon. We can discuss it. Well, this strategy all makes sense so, to me. All we've done so far is numb this guy's dick. I'm taking advantage of a breach in the, in the, in the armor right now. All we've done, all I've done. <laughs> You've been trying to climb a statue. I, I'm trying to stand on the shoulders of, of your hard work. I'm, dude, we're all on the same team. All I'm saying okay. is that I, I, Quark and, and uh, Chris, this, we should examine this a little bit more afterwards. In an impetuous gnome barbarian uh, state of mind, I run up to say, just, you do what you want to do. I'm going to go open that dick hole. And I run up <laughs> and I grab, I grab the dragon's numb dick and I open it up and I aim it at her like a fire hose. And I'm still, I go, shoot your arrows! Why would arrows, why would arrows open it up? No, 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 I, no, no, he opens I, I, it up. I my hands oh. to open I'm giving her a target. The, the gesture the you're target. making is very flattering to the dragon. I don't know how big a dragon's dick is. I bet it's not as big as, I mean, that's like a post office box. I don't know. What a weird, my I, dick looks weird. I, 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 my mind, I'm, open, I'm opening it up to mailbox size, the size of a mailbox. Right? Can you hit a mailbox? Yeah, yeah. She hey, can. what's up, dude? I'm right next to the dick still. <laughs> hey, what are no, you doing? Uh, uh, Chris, uh, t- step a little over to the side. Okay. Yeah, this is a bad place to be Oh, right are now. you opening the dick hole to I shoot am- arrows in? Yes. Oh, you're going for the number three? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm standing there ho- ho- holding a dra- dragon's dick open. Okay. I bet you've never said that sentence before. <laughs> So before that quite happens, the dragon attacks. (laughs) You told me his dick was numb, DeBerg. Yeah, he didn't attack you with his dick. Yes. I was I was trying to I didn't want to get into a big conversation. I wanted to use my fast movement, open his dick, get an arrow in there, and run the fuck Guys, over. I think we're all safe here, convened around his dick, because God knows if a dragon could attack us here, he wouldn't leave the house. <laughs> hey oh Dungeon Snap. Dungeon snap. <laughs> Wait, so who does he attack? He, Pro- uh, probably me. Well, for, he attacks Keith. You know, and he... Okay, oh, so good. Oh, let yeah, me, that's let fine. Let me just narrate this. We're okay with that. Rearing back and striking with his front claw, he pins down the scorpion before biting its head with his fearsome beak, ripping it from its shoulders. Do, do scorpions have shoulders? Yes. yes. Ripping it from its shoulders. It got like eight. 
Yeah, they got a bunch of shoulders. <laughs> At the same it's, time. Its survival instinct is terrible, by the way. He's Maybe. not going for the guy opening his dick. Well, that hasn't... <laughs> chronologically, that hasn't happened yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit. Okay. It's yet to happen. With right. both of his wings, he, fl- he, uh, he flails them wildly, and his left wing catches Christoberg right in the chin. Knocking you off your feet onto your back and dealing with Oh, my mouth is my fortune! (laughs) Keith! (laughs) But now, this is the perfect time. Krista Berg is now cleared out of the way. He's distracted with with, with scorpion shoulders. So now I've run up, opened up this big hole, and cry out to Mulrain. That was me, you guys. I I, I cry out to Mulrain to shoot some arrows into this dragon's dick for Pete's sake. Okay, so approaching the dragon, he points his beak at you and then uh, does something like a peck attack. How about, you know, (laughs) rearing back like a cobra, he lunges forward, striking you directly in the chest with his beak. It pings harmlessly off your armor. And you manage to position yourself right under his, uh, you know, dickle regions. I think the dickle regions are just called dick. (laughs) Positioning yourself strategically around the dick, you force your hands into the opening. Whiting the urethra. You call out to your compatriot, Mulrain, who is somewhat conflicted by this whole thing, it seems. Okay, well, it, that was just what I'm reading off your face. Can I, can I yeah. ask, how much did well, I get I hurt? You got hurt for, uh, f- what did I, I said five damage, right? Five oh, or I four, don't know. four damage. Four damage. I mean, I'm just, I'm guessing, well, no, never mind. I was going to say the dumbest thing in the world. I, I just, I, I can't help but just but picture a giant penis. I was about to say I've had more experience with penises than you guys have. That's retarded. You all have penises. I experience <laughs> one every day. Right. Uh, how much experience do you have with my retarded sister? <laughs> Um. All right, cliffhanger. We'll come back and see how we break that out. Cha-ching. Am I going to stand here holding a dragon's dick open for the rest of the day? Somebody shoot an arrow for pity's sake. um, I I shoot two V arrows into the dragon's urethra. Okay. Now we're talking. Retardedly. Now we're playing D&D. I don't don't get the uh, connection. What are you talking about? Did somebody use that word? Yeah. She oh, said, retarded. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yes, you're right. Okay. <laughs> We're supposed to be phasing that out. Yeah, yeah. I no, right. I don't like that term. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said retarded. Dan has... Don't you keep saying it. Well, <laughs> I, I, meant, I meant retarded in an uh, inefficient way. So you meant like a, gay. I meant, I meant, uh, sh- the, I meant that the devil nothing, chose you because you, your parents committed a sin. Genuinely, nothing is gayer than shooting an arrow into a dude's penis. <laughs> I'm very sorry I said retarded. In my mind, I pictured this I whole thing to go down a lot faster. I didn't know that I would spend seven minutes holding a dragon's penis hole open. Now, now I'm getting it's it's getting a little gay over here. Yeah. I, then, shot, like, I shot two I shot two arrows. Yeah, both of them missed. Oh. Oh, you retard. God, aren't I a huge retard? <laughs> so I I, uh, I, 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 uh, I look up at the dragon and give him like a sorry. <laughs> And I run back to my friends and go, like, you guys are fucking a little less jibber-jabber next time. I, I take some gold coins and I, I put them in an envelope and I mail them to the Special Olympics. <laughs> I, I don't know how to get out of it. No, you know, I retarded sister all the a time. A good stop, way stop is to... going back into a, it. Yeah, a good That's way is it. to not talk about it anymore. You're forgiven, just let's keep going. It's fine. I cast a spell to, pro- to protect myself from the awkwardness in this battle chamber. <laughs> I, I absolve everyone. 
I have a bubble. Um, all right, so it's my turn? Yeah, yeah. You, you've been knocked onto your feet, so, you know, you, you have to get up before... I get up, I walk over, I open... I, I hold its dick hole open, and I yell at Mulray, Try again! There we go. You can do it! Approaching. No, no, dragon. no. I oh, don't. Okay. I don't think she's on board. All right. Um, so, I have a... Uh, I can... Uh, short bow sap? What does sap do? A sap's like a blackjack. It's like, uh, you know, like a, a donkey sock. Like like a what? A donkey, a donkey sock. sock? What's a, what are these words? Like, okay. So have you ever, like, filled, uh, like, a, a, a bag with coins? Oh, it's like, like that? So it was really full of, a, like, a... And then, like... Is it spiky? No, like, it's just really heavy, no, but you like can, like, hit... You can sock a donkey with it. you knock something out with the back of the head with it. Yeah. Like a blackjack. You know. Okay. Yeah, you keep blackjack. saying, th- oh, blackjack. No, I don't know what, I don't know in this context what it means. Um, so I have a blackjack that saps uh, energy? No, it's just also it's a, called it's like, a sap. It's like a billy club. That's like, like a, a weird imagine name Imagine a piece for of leather. Oh, it. guys, shut up. I, I use the blackjack on the dick. <laughs> Fair, yeah. What are we going on here? <laughs> you Looks strike like him directly penis. in the dick. However, he doesn't seem to take notice as it is numb. Yes. But it hurts him, right? I mean, the sap does non-lethal damage, so it, it, he can't feel it. If he so. did it enough, eventually he'd go unconscious and not know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. do it enough. <laughs> but you do do seven damage. So it, overall, the dragon is hurt. He's, he's been hurt, yeah. Although he wouldn't know it. But seven... Okay, the knowing is not important to me. I'm not doing this because I want the dragon to know I'm attacking its dick over and over. That is the last thing I want the dragon to know. That is why I numbed its dick. That was step one. I don't want to announce to this dragon, hey, I have a bunch of things in my bag. I'm gonna pull them out one by one. And I'm gonna strike your dick with them. You numbed its dick so you could hit it with a, a bag filled with coins. Hey, that wasn't the first thing I did. I'm just looking in my bag. I don't know what else I have. You know uh, what? Some, some dragons pay a lot of money for this kind of stuff. <laughs> Am I causing the dragon I mean, any pleasure? Is that, is that what kind of dungeon this is? This is like a, like a weird sex dungeon. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is just a bunch of it's just a weird, weird domination dungeon for dragons to go to. Mm, well, it does say I'm a rogue, so. Yeah. Have you ever Googled Dungeon Master? Uh, it's perverse. Uh, ready for my move? Oh, yeah. Oh, Keep shit, I have like a wire thing. saw and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you could uh, cut a, a limb off a branch. Oh, you could probably saw his dick off. That'd take a while, but yeah. I think someone said that from the back, which oh. is what I was responding Hey, guys, to. I think I got my next turn planned out. Here's what I'm doing. Because I know what I'm doing, and I've seen a lot of movies where you're fighting an oversized beast. I'm casting the spell Jump, and I am leaping onto the dragon's back. Like Why? A- That's not where its dick is. It's where it's where my hero medal is. Oh, that's where the brain is. Yeah, there's lethal parts of the body. That <laughs> it's time to get cinematic. All right. Jump. Casting jump on yourself. You feel arcane energy swirling around your legs. You get the sensation that you can jump powerfully for a time. 
I do so! <laughs> Onto the back of the dragon? Yes! Heroically leaping up into the air, you yeah! land uh, cinematically on the back of the dragon yeah! successfully. For a bit, you feel unsteady, but then you catch yourself and you that have sturdy awesome. footing. Ow. That guy's awesome. That's way better than the laughing attack you did. Letterboxing appears. Can I do more? Is that my whole turn? Uh, yeah, that is your whole turn. Yeah! <laughs> I, I take my great sword and I throw it up to him uh, ah! so, so he can plunge the sword. <laughs> No, 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 you no. should tell him when you're I, doing I, it. I, 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 I say, hey, look alive! And I, I, I throw it handle first uh, up to uh, Sharpie to, so he could plunge my sword into the back of the, uh, the spinal column like, like a coup de gras in a, in a bullfight. But not before the sluggishly poisoned dragon unleashes an acid line onto your party. It flows directly into Quark's path as well as Moraine's path, and you'll have to s- twist yourselves out of the way to dodge. I, I, have, I have a good dodging ability, don't I? That's true. Um, I you can know, jump, I can dodge, I'm very nimble. You can dodge. <laughs> so, yeah, but you didn't in this case. Well, um, <laughs> sometimes it's just not your day. Yeah, sometimes it's just not your day. I was two arrows, two arrows up a dick hole away from finishing this thing. <laughs> Two arrows and a dick, two, two girls, one. Sometimes you numb and open up a dragon dick. Sometimes, Sometimes a dragon, dragon dick <laughs> opens up you. <laughs> oh, yeah, we all grew up with that saying. So Mulrane takes 16 damage from the line of acid Ooh. and his corrosive juices burn through her armor and onto I know why. Because it's acid. Well, and because it's... I said retarded earlier. <laughs> no, because... See what is happens, my... America? <laughs> is my awkwardness Sorry. shield still up? Yeah, yeah. That's, what, I, they, that's what they always... That, 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 that's I, a true uh, standard in, uh, standards and practices thing. They go, we go like, oh, can Annie get, can, can she get drunk even though she's underage? And they're like, as long as she has a bad time. Oh, really? Yeah, like, it's it, so like, crazy. Yeah, just let there be negative consequences to their foolish actions. That's like a lot of horror movie stuff. That it's yeah. all very, like, morality Yeah, can these two stuff. do it? Can yeah. we see your boobs? Yeah, if you murder yeah. them afterwards. Yeah, then you murder them. <laughs> How many hit points do I intro. take, Spencer? You also take 16. Shit, I'm, I'm, I'm getting screwed over By here. By my count, you're at 26, all I right. think. Maybe you got... No, you should have taken another uh, 8 damage, right? Have you so it should be 18. 18. Yeah. So well, I, I take a healing potion. Um, okay, well, you were gonna... Okay, so you could take a healing potion and throw the sword, but that's all you could do. Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, glurp, swilling glurp, glurp. a healing potion in a single gulp and hurling your sword directly at a Sharpie butts a lot. <laughs> Shit. Critical. So, yeah, you catch it and, like, you throw it in, like, a super dramatic manner and it's all slow motion style and it cuts to people, like, looking at it, you know? Right. And, and it totally lands perfectly... <laughs> In your hand. In my hand? Oh. And there's almost like energy kind of like, you know, surrounding this whole epic situation as it, as it lands directly into your hand perfectly. And yeah. also you gain 14 hey. hit points. What's right? So he gains back uh, 14 hit points. Oh, sweet. What? Sweet. Oh, yeah. But also you have the thing now. Yeah, so you got my sword now. Use it, Jackson. Well, is it well, my turn? It's, it's yours, right, Mulrain? Yes. Um, let's see. Well... First of all, I'm sorry about saying retarded. I was just joking. The arrows just well, missed. Well, I know, but I don't know. It's just a joke gone bad. It happens all the time. Yeah, I'm going to go on a message board, and there's going to be a Photoshop of my face covered in blood. I don't know. Um, 
<clears throat> I'm not asking for that, by the way. Uh, <laughs> too late. Okay, I take. Sorry. It's too in the late. ether right now. It's gonna. It's already happening. I yeah. know. Yeah, it's already. If you go to YouTube, it'll be there. I'm sure right this is now. very annoying, but it's clear that I. I, I I'm sorry. I don't mean it. No, okay, you've, okay. you've you've paid your penance. It was a joke. I, I know. I, 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 I know. Eric, no, language is garbage. Sounds that come out of people's mouths. No one hates the idea that you can't say retarded well, more than me. I was doing a bit. I I did a. I, I did that to you. I'm sorry. I got my. No. I got my shitty retarded joke all over you. I'm sorry. Like that was my bit that didn't land and made your uh, no, plane crash. I imagine you doing that apology off. with a sword in your hand. <laughs> so I take I take two uh, V arrows. Sure. And I shoot them at the dragon. I sh- what? What? Don't. What? Nothing. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I thought you were I thought idea. you were whispering at me, Adam. Okay. No. I take two V arrows and I shoot them at the dragon's head. At his head. He's right there. Right, but I can't hand him my arrows. No, oh, but no, oh, I want to oh, make no, sure you don't, oh, right, don't right, hit right. him. Well, I just, no, I, no, she won't hit me. I guess I'm too reliant on my skill. I shoot them at the at the at the dragon's belly. At the dragon's belly, huh? Or his heart. Spencer. At his heart, huh? <laughs> you said earlier that the dragon's organs are different from regular organs. Yeah, they have like, you know, all? they got like, you know, numb dicks. This one has acid bladders, you know, to hold acid so he could spit it out, you know? What? You don't have that. They're different. It's different. Anyway, arrows hit. Both of them hit. Um, you deal 13 damage nice. altogether, all right. striking him directly in the neck with both arrow shots. The neck. He's a bit he's a bit woozy right now actually. Yeah, he's got to be on the ropes. We've been kicking this guy's Dragons ass. are tough, you guys. Yeah, like I know. Mythical. No kid. Yeah. Um, All right, Christopher Bird. <clears throat> it also says I have a bear trap like in cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> like see cuz your character is also like a yeah. trapsman. Yeah. He has traps and stuff. Fucking throw that thing on the dick. <laughs> it seems so obvious now. <laughs> You guys, watch this. Yeah. He, he's not going to feel it. And I have a great singer. Uh, oh, you? Okay. Yeah. All right. More like dick trap. <laughs> <laughs> I can only write songs. Right. Song. But your, it doesn't... It, your bear drop trap goes off as expected. Huh? Grin and bear it. That's it. That's a good one. Oh, God. Mm, that's grisly. Um, okay. Of me to yeah, it's quite grisly of me to. Um, uh, that doesn't feel like honey. Uh, you're, really, uh, you're really dragging it out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey boo boo. <laughs> hey boo boo. Uh, I got a boo boo yeah. on my nose. Jeez Louise. Yeah. So the bear trap works as intended. Um. It finishes the job that your poison, you know, dagger started. Wait, okay, I have a quick question. Yeah. Uh, does this mean, is this like, am I helping it by severing the organ that is poisoned? Yes. Well, at this point, the poison would have already worked its way into his system. But, but I mean, you, you, there's not more dick poison going to go into him. Definitely not. Yeah, I mean, you like, could have thrown it at his mouth and maybe, like, oh, lost his mouth shut. It. Guys, yeah. I have good news and bad news. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, does anybody want, like, a dragon dick? <laughs> I put it in my sack, just, just in case. Yeah, you know, they got, they're, they're magical. Magical dicks. 
If you, if you're you know, in the market say, for a dragon dick. You know, uh, there, there's an old legend that uh, severed dragon penises are really good uh, at helping you write songs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you, you, you have to put it in your mouth. <laughs> this won't be the first one I've put in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That is a legend, right? It's a legend. All right, sure. so, so Sharpie, it's your turn. Please, guy. Yeah. You're up, okay. you're, you got my sword. I got his sword. You're still, you're still carrying the, the dramatic motion of the toss that comes to you. Yeah. And everything goes quiet, and I go, Father! And then thrust down with the Did he the just say sword. Father? Yeah, I just said Father. Fuck. <laughs> I don't think he's slaying that dragon. <laughs> Planting the blade directly between the... Do dragons have shoulders? Everything has shoulders. Between the shoulder blades of the dragon's back, the blade slices cleanly through the spinal cord, and the dragon goes limp. Wow, this really puts my dick strategy into question. (laughs) Ah, my mother judged me in the bathtub! What? What? Uh, what? what? You had a breakthrough. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I, I must have dreamt something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, is the dragon dream. alive? No, it's dead. I, I go up and... Uh, but, but he, oh, it's dead. We killed the dragon? Yeah, yeah. Hey! Yeah! I, go, I, I take one of my burnt sticks and draw dicks and balls all over the dragon's face. <laughs> I draw swastikas on its balls and yeah. dicks on its face and... You're ruining the market value of that dragon hide. Oh, Oh, shit. I don't give a fuck for dragon hide. Are dragon hides marketable? Well, yeah. Everything dragon is marketable. Including what I got. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Kamel, everybody. Aaron McGaffey. Spencer Crittenden. That's not even a cliffhanger. We just slayed a dragon. That's how you do it. Well done, sir. Krista Berg, I doubted your uh, your tactics, but you know, all's well that ends well. Uh, oh, no, send, I, I, send your letters to Aaron McGathy at Aaron McGathy at I hate retarded people.com. Which is a weird email address for her to pick. I know. It seems like she was asking for it. But it's also a weird place to send emails. Like, yeah, so it's a website. But there's a, there's a contact page it's on like, that Why website. did you come here if you didn't expect uh, <laughs> to get out, uh, offended? That's another problem with the internet culture. People seeking out offense. All right, Dan, we've gone long. Let's bring this fucker into the station. What do you Let's think? Let's do it on a dime. What on you, a dime. Yeah? Ten cents. Ten cents? Straight up. What do you want, Harmon? Uh, g- uh, give me something sexy. You want something sexy? Yep. All right. You got something for us? No. <laughs> when, when did I ever have something? Well, I, I, I sat on it for two hours? Now I have something? I don't know. Do you want to... Do you want to connect with the crowd first? Do you want to just say goodnight? Do you want to bid these people a, f- a fond farewell? Well, how do you connect? You connect with them by talking to them. They're all sleepy. Like, if I go, what's your name, Sarah? And I'll go, Leonard. And I'll go, what's your problem? And he'll go, I'm sleepy. I live in, I live in uh, Rancho Salad. Did anybody here particularly feel like they learned something or, or uh, take something away from tonight? Does anybody feel like they've grown as a person? Anybody got a big, 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 big problem that you came in here with that you, you really need solved? See, that takes a lot of guts for, and fortitude for them. to like they're, yeah, yeah. they're stonewalling us. They're like, no, the show's over. Get out of here. <laughs> That's good. We had a, we had a perfect, perfect little, little show. We just need to... Uh, 
doesn't have to be long. Just just make it short and sweet, man. Yeah. Just put put okay. a little cherry on top of this right. beautiful Sunday we've created okay. for these people. Okay. All right. <laughs> I killed a dragon with you. We fought a monster or two. We're gonna do it in Harmon Town. We watched horror movies. Everything. Stupid. I don't like this. You know the problem with that song? It's, uh, the whole tour, it's like, I don't like the uh, structure of the. It, it, because it's. You wait for the beat and then and then the thing and then it picks up. I don't know how to articulate the the corner that that. Don't song. articulate it, Dan. Sing it. I'm trying to tell you that I can't to that song. Don't tell me you can't sing. Sing that you can't to that song. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Fight through it, man. Is it weird to sing to a song that doesn't have a beginning or end? Uh, now it's going quiet for a second. It's just my job to have to reckon with it and, uh, it, it, in Town, and it doesn't. You don't. There's no. It, it doesn't. There's nothing to do with the song. Everything and yet, and yet comes out wrong. You're still creating a song. Yeah. It, it, it's a. It's a sometimes, song. Sometimes the limitations of the genre liberate the the, uh, the creative mind. Yo, I fucked your mama at five. Yeah, use it the limitations. It made me feel alive. Her pussy gave me the jive to carry on. In Harmontown, I fucked your mama a lot. I made her cry snot. She looked sick to the neighborhood. They brought her in and said, soup is good. Oh, fart Fart corner. Fart, uh, fart corner. Fart corner. Yeah. Yo. Fart yeah. corner. Fart. Fart. Fart corner. Yeah. Breakdown. Mama's in the kitchen. Fucked your mama. Said stop that bitching. Put my dick in her eye and her mouth. North, west, south, south, south. Fucked your mama on the floor. Fucked your mama like Eva Gabor. Fucked your mama in the attic in the basement. Fucked your mama said, this is a case that's closed. Fucked your mama like sisters and bros. Fucked your mama up and down the street. Fucked your mama with my hand and my feet. Fucked your mama on a big snow plow. Fucked your mama and I don't know how. It boggles me. I tried to figure it out. Fucked your mama, but I don't have the clout. Went to City Hall, asked the mayor, can I fuck your mama? He said, she's over there. Went over to her, fucked her again. Fucked your mama, eight, nine, ten. Fucked your mama, up in the air. Fucked your mama, I don't care. Fucked your mama, cut my hair. Fucked your mama, dragon's lair. Fucked your mama. Thank you for coming to Harmontown, everybody. We did it again. One more time for Spencer Crittenden, please. Aaron McGathy, Kamel Nanziani. Everybody here at Meltdown Comics. Brian W. Collins and Horror Movie A Day. Thank you, Shannon, for coming up earlier. I'm Jeff Davis, your comptroller. One more time for Dan Harmon, your mayor.
Oh. Politics, newspapers, <laughs> Southern kids, rapers. Everybody's talking about those rapists. Oh. Once again, you're free to leave as Politics. Dan Harmon continues oh. to Jane press Leno. on into the nether Everybody. regions of your subconscious. Oh, rapists. Oh, top 40 news. Oh, rapists. That's not good news. Oh, newspapers. Whoa, I heard about those rapers. Oh, what's going on? Rape. Global warming in. Rape. Global warming in. Rape. Rape. Rape the economy. Rape. Global warming. The economy. Rape. Global warming. The economy. Rape. Rape the economy. Global. Global economy. Rape. Whoa! Global warming. Whoa! Global rape. Whoa! Economy rape. Whoa! Warming rape. Whoa! Rape. Rape. Economy rape. Oh! Luxury rape. Oh! First class rape. Oh! Platinum rape. Oh! Business class rape. Oh! Overhead baggage rape. Oh! Rape, 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 rape. Rape rap. Rape into the rap. Rap into the rape and to think about that. Mousetrap got a rape, rape, rap. Got economy rap. Got a luxury rap. Got a hundred elephants in a line. I fucked your mama so hard. She just Clementine goes down into the valley, mining for gold. I fucked your mama. I think that's what I told. Fuck you. Fuck your mouth. Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multidimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. 
Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 